only choice for Mansfield news and sport. From the Sky News Centre at seven, English football's in mourning following the death of Sir Bobby Robson. He was 76 and had been suffering from cancer. Scarves and flowers have been laid at the grounds of two of his former clubs, Newcastle and Ipswich. These fans say they needed to come to Portman Road to pay their respects. This club is built by him. It's what he did and we wouldn't be where we were if it wasn't for Bobby Robson. I think Bobby Robson was the best of men and the greatest of managers. It's just very moving to be here, just have to be here. He's our Sir Bobby, he's our Bob. A woman's recovering from serious burns after being attacked with bleach for asking teenagers to be quiet at the cinema. The mother of two and her family were followed to a restaurant in Leeds. David Cameron's joined the growing call for a review of extradition laws after Gary McKinnon failed in his bid to avoid removal to America. The Asperger's syndrome sufferer is wanted for trial on charges of hacking into US military networks. Businesses in Nottingham have reacted with anger to a new parking tax. From 2012, firms with more than 10 spaces will have to pay £185 for each bay every year. The cost could be passed to staff. Cricket and England have finished day two of the third Ashes test on 116 for two. It's in reply to Australia's first innings of 263 at Edgebaston. Andrew Strauss will resume batting tomorrow morning with Ian Bell. The bowlers did the damage. Graham Onions got four. He began the day with two wickets in two balls and says it was a dream start. We set our bowling plans up in our, in our, in our meetings this morning. We said that after a little bit of a dodgy afternoon, obviously last night, um, it, was, it was great to get on the board and... Um, obviously, for, for me to get the, uh, the, the day up and running was obviously great for me and the team. And we could see an unlikely act getting to the Christmas number one slot in the charts. The Pope's signed a record deal for an album of songs and prayers. Proceeds will go to fund music education. That's the latest. I'm Rachel Hardiman. That Friday feeling, live from London.
the table you must go E-I-E-I-E-I-O If I catch you bending I'll saw your legs right off Knees up, knees up Never get the breeze up Knees up, Mother Brown Oh my, what a rotten song What a rotten song What a rotten song Oh my, what a rotten song And what a rotten singer from London, it's the same old rubbish.
Man still 103.2, the home of great music. Good evening. Welcome to the weekend. It's TFF5 and it's Ian Watkins on your radio through until 10. Playing some cracking music and also talking with you on the phones. The number you need is 01623 After the festivities of last week, back to normal this evening. Business as usual. The show hasn't been bought by my guest that was on last week. Ian Lee did not buy the show. However, the show is still up for grabs. I think there's an auction taking place or something next week, so you never know. Ian Lee may be there. But the show still is in the hands of myself, Ian Watkins, and producer Cam, and Ben the intern. Good evening from me and Ben. Good evening, Cam. You're right. I'm in a fantastic mood tonight. Do you want to know why? Why? Because I'm looking for... Is it because you've bought a new hat? No, I've had that hat for a a number of years now. Uh, Didn't know that. Ian's got a a funny hat. Yeah, Okay. well, um, the reason why I'm happy is not because I've got a funny hat. Right, sorry. It's because tomorrow is Party in the Park, Titchfield Park, Summer in the Streets 2009. Very excited about that. I'm going to meet Chesney Hawks. And so will you if you come along. He's singing the one and only and all kinds of things down there. Bands throughout the day. Titchfield Park, quarter to 12 through until 9 o'clock at night. Really looking forward to it. So that's the reason why I'm in a good mood. I'm also in a good mood because I'm here and I'm sharing my evening with you, my friends. I'll be talking about various things tonight, um, including sick notes, which we didn't get around to speaking about last week. Things that really get on your wick. Life's annoyances. My life has been sent to test me, Cam. In what way? Well, just little things really annoy me. I get very wound up easily. I'm a bit like Victor Meldrew. Honestly, I get really wound up easily these days. Here's an example, right, of something that really gets on my wig. One of life's annoyances. And you can tell me whether I'm being... Irrational. Right, okay. Okay, here it comes now, right? When you go to a shop and you buy something that is, um, let's say, £2.50, okay, And you give them a £10 note the cashier, you give them a £10 note, and what they do is they give you a £5 note in your hand, and then they put the cash on top of the £5 note in the palm of your hand. That really annoys me, because then you have to... How are you going to deal with that? How do you deal with that? You're in a queue, you've not got time to sort of, you know, put the money back in, you've got to slide the money off the note in order not to crumple the note. Some of that money could go on the floor, it causes a scene, and if you do crumple the note, you crumple the note around the money, it really annoys me. It's one of life's little things that ticks me off. Is that irrational? I actually, I think I have the same thing a little bit, really. I do, I, I, and I can understand where you're coming from on that one, but actually, on the other side of the coin, I actually uh, worked on checkouts and stuff before, and they actually teach you to give people money like that. Do they? They teach you to do they it like that. Why? You. Why do they do it that way? I want somebody to explain that to me. Oh one six two three trouble six trouble zero. Because I would prefer it the other way around. Put the change in the hand first, so you've got coin touching skin, and then give the note, and then you can you can grab that. That's the reason why you've got you know one of these opposable thumbs. I was going to call it a disposable thumb then for some unknown <laughs> reason. Um, but yeah, that's the reason why you've got sort of the grabbing capability. So tonight, tell me why you're taught. 
to give money like that if you work in a shop. And also, tell me your life's annoyances, the things that really get on your wick, things that are sent to test you. Get it off your chest here on the show tonight. Another thing that really gets on my wick is sell-by dates, Okay, Um, Recently, I was having a night in, and um, I was, you know, listening to the radio, watching a bit of YouTube, um, you know, watching some telly and stuff, and I was having a drink. Well, when I have a drink, you know, I get a bit peckish, okay? And I got peckish, and I decided that, you know, I'm going to break out the silver skin onions. So I go to the the fridge. I I know they're in there because they've been sitting there for some time, and I open them up. I have one. And then I look on the side of it, and it's got a sell-by date on it that says best before August 2009. So it's July 2009, and I'm eating these, these onions. Now... It says best before August 2009, so it's July, so that means they should be all right, but it's close, isn't it? I bought those two years ago. It wasn't close then. They'd be fine. So, you know, should I have eaten the onions? 01623 to sell by dates annoy you. Did you eat the onions? I ate some of them, and I was relatively okay. Just sort of hedged your bets then. Didn't eat all of them, but just had a couple. Yeah, I had a few, and... Well, things went okay. I didn't spend a lot of time in the smallest room in the house, put it that way. But I was worried about it. Um, Why do they put best before things on? Because back in the day, back in the past, um, they didn't have them, I don't think. When did that get introduced? I need to know. I need answers tonight, Cam. I need them sooner rather than later. Right, we've got people on the phones. I'm not really sure who they are because we've not managed to sort out the communication between Studio 2 and Studio 1 yet, which is my fault. Nobody else's, and I apologise for that. Hello, who's on line one? Good evening. Hi, Watkins. It's the I-Man. How are you going, mate? Now, then, regarding this fiver business, it's so that you can't con them, you see, and accidentally drop it on the floor and say you ain't getting one, you see? You're not thinking there's a lot of unscrupulous people about today, you know what I'm saying, Harry? Are you with me? Right, OK, what you're saying is they put them, they put them like that. Hang on, what's going on? by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the A-Team. Hey, man, we'll sort your fiver out in, hey! <laughs> and he's gone. So they're saying it's, it's, it's to do with the fact that if, if you put that money in the hand first... Sorry, I should really have got that right after nearly 50 shows doing this. Um, if they put the money in the hand first, the, the actual the paper money, that means you, they, you can't say, you didn't give me the fiver. It all makes sense now. It makes sense now, yeah. But it really annoys me because you can't handle that. There's the fiver is that you have to crumple it. You don't want a crumpled fiver in your wallet, do you? Especially if it's a, a very fresh fiver already. Yeah, a new one that you that's just been printed by by the by the people in the, the bank in the, the back room. No, sorry, the mint. Yes, not the, not that shops would be printing money like that in the back rooms. No, 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 no. Hello, line two. Good evening. Hiya. Hello, who's this? It's Lena. Lena. Lena in Warsop. That's it. Okay, Lena, what have As you got you for us? you well know, I work for a well-known supermarket. Okay. And uh, we've been on about these sell-by days. It doesn't make any difference. As long as you don't have meat after that date, you are fine. I was talking to a friend last night uh, that went to a chocolate factory. Don't mention any names. And they told her... When she went, you can have the chocolate up to six months and it will not hurt you. 
even if it goes discoloured, it is perfectly fine to eat. It doesn't matter. Obviously, this is your opinion, Lena. We're not giving, you know, we're not saying here on Matter One Hundred Three Point Two. That's what they told. That's them what they said. They said you can it. you can keep that in a drawer and you can get it out, but after six months after that date, then don't eat it. That's shall that's I, what they were saying. Shall I tell you something? Well, as long as you don't give me any um, any information as to brand names. No, no. I found some chocolate in my wardrobe. It was in February. And I'd had it since 2006. You're going to tell me now that you ate that? And I tried it, and it was perfectly fine. I'm still here, so it proves it. <laughs> oh, my goodness, you're, you're mucky. Why don't you just buy some new chocolate? I just found it. I didn't know what I'd got in my drawers. You fancied it. It just sort and of I appeared. And I just thought, oh, I'll have a look, see what it's like. And it was perfectly fine. There you go, then. Oh, by the way, later on, I know you're a big fan of the 60s. We're, we're yeah. at, our featured year is 1969 tonight. Oh, great. So we're going to be um, having a fact off mm. and all kinds of things here yeah. in the studio. That's after 8 it, o'clock, though. You should have made it 61 when I was born. Well, look, I've, I've chosen 69, Lena, tonight. Right. Okay, right, I shall speak to you later. <laughs> right. What is she like? Right, 01623 Things that get on your wick. Life's annoyances. My life has been sent to test me. That is, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to have that on my gravestone. It wouldn't quite work, would it? My life has been sent to test me. My life was. My life was sent to test me. Maybe maybe just, like, my life tested me, maybe that. (laughs) I like this, though. My life was sent to test me, and I failed. (laughs) That could be good. Exclamation mark. That's a good one. Um, also, um, it would be good, apparently, that's another good thing. What would you have put on your gravestone? I know it sounds a little bit macabre. But, you know, everybody sort of, like, sorts their will out early, don't they? And some people even sort out the songs they're going to have played at their funeral. What would you like written on your on your tombstone? A lot of people don't get buried these days. They get, you know, obviously burnt. They get cremated. But, um, you know, there are very famous tombstones that no doubt you will um, do some research for me, Cam, and, and pull some out. I'll look into it. I believe Peter O'Toole has uh, decided what he's going to have on his gravestone. And I've forgotten what it is, so you're going to have to research that because it's rather amusing. I know Spike Milligan's got quite a funny quote on his gravestone. Something like, I was a bit ill. Uh, I told them I was ill, I think I it was. I told them I was ill. That's a good one. So yeah. what would you put on your gravestone? See, that's where did that come from? That just, you know, We can just come up with topics all night long, which you will ignore and uh, want to talk about other things. Oh, here's another one, this car parking taxes thing. What's that all about? This is like a news story at the moment. In Nottingham, just up, just down the road, um, they're putting um, taxing. They're thinking of taxing car parking spaces for businesses with um, with car parking spaces over over ten car parking spaces. That's crazy, isn't it? Surely, I mean, they, they, in the news this morning. Okay, they were talking about the fact that that um, businesses were struggling in the economic um, downturn. So, so how is that helping a business? That's just that's making them pay out more money, isn't it? Surely. And then will that knock on down to the employees as well? And will they decide to get rid of some car parking spaces? So Bob, in accounts, so you can't park there now, Bob, because uh, we can't have that, because we're going to get taxed if we have another car parking space. But that's my car parking space. He says, Bob. So it's not anymore, mate. You can't park there. There's a bollard in the way. You know, if a business is a mu- like a, a multi-storey car park, would they get taxed for their... Oh, that's good. That's good, man. No, you're right. Yeah. So, for example, if you are in one of those 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 car parking multi-story one, yeah, yeah, with a, with a, with a car park mark, have you seen those where where nobody steals anything from those? Apparently, mm. um, do, do they get big time taxed? 
Good question. Um, hello, Line One. Good evening. Hello, Mr. Watkins. Hello. First of all, you say what have on gravestone. I would have best before date. Secondly, car park thing. It Bob fault because it accountant making money. So Bob don't need car park. He has a fault. He put money on car parking spaces. Okay, well, thank you for that. Um, weird wisdom. Your strangest summer days out is something I want to talk about tonight on the show. This was inspired by our breakfast show presenter here at Manchester 103.2. John B. Tannen, right? Next week is going to Bridie Go Bridge. You're saying, some of you are saying, Bridie Go Bridge? First person to call me up and tells me where Bridie Go Bridge is and, and what it's all about will win something on the show tonight. So 01623 because John B. Tannen is going there for a very strange summer day out. Um, your strangest summer days out, please, on the show tonight. 01623 000 is the number you need. We've got a line ringing, and we go straight to it. Line two, good evening. Good evening, line two. There's nobody there. They've gone. They they bottled it. They were going to tell us. Bridie Go Bridge, sorry? Just just going to add to the bottles comment. I was just going to say, couldn't handle the pressure. Couldn't Couldn't take it. No. Couldn't take it tonight. Right, so there you go. There's lots of things we're talking about. So we're talking about things that get on your wick, life's annoyances, sell-by dates, car parking taxes, your strangest summer days out. Inspired by a breakfast show presenter, John B. Tannen. Funnily enough, a lot of the topics on this show are inspired by John. Strange that. Um, last week, um, this is no word of a lie, he was looking in the newsroom at trying to get a street named after him. Well, I was going to talk about that last week, but we didn't get round to it because Ian was in. So there you go. He wanted to have a street named after him. Interesting stuff. Right, OK. Um, oh, hang on. Here we go. We've got somebody here. Line one, good evening. Hello, is that Ian? Yes, it is. Who's this? Hello, Ian. How are you? I'm all right. Who's my, this? My name's Eduardo. Long-time listener, first-time caller. How are you? Hello, Eduardo. I'm very good, thank you. Can you... No, no, it's Eduardo. Uh, not he- Eduardo. Sorry. Um, hello, Eduardo. I do apologise. Um, you can call me Ed, if you like, if it simplifies it for you. It I will do. That, it uh, will do, Ed. I'm actually... Do you know... Issues. Yes, shut up. Um, Ed, right, no, I've been eating chicken... Yeah, sorry. I've been eating chicken fried rice, Ed, so that's the problem. I've got a pea stuck at the back of um, one of my teeth. I find that my mouth goes very dry after rice. I tend to avoid it. I like to stick to fruit and grilled chicken, but that's just me. So how, how can we help you this evening, or how can you help us? Well, I have to say that you threw a topic out there that tickled my fancy. OK, which one's that? Well, that was Strange Summer Days Out. Yes. Now, I'm not sure whether I'm allowed to tell this story, but I'll do it anyway, and I'll be responsible with the facts, and I'll omit certain details that need to be omitted for the sake of taste and decency and legality. Once, some time ago, as a young man, Ian, I spent a lot of time in the south of France and in the northern parts, well, the northeastern region of Spain. And I happened to wander into a town called Bordeaux. Are you familiar with Bordeaux? Well, don't they do a sort of wine? That's the only reason why I know about Bordeaux, because they do wine. It's a very nice town, yes, they produce a wine there. It's in, down to the south of France, close to the Spanish border, on the coast. It's like a poor man's Saint-Tropez, but still, on the whole, a nice, a nice town. So, 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 so it's, not, it's not pikey in any way, then? It's not pikey. I wouldn't use a term like that on, on the radio, but if you, if you choose to do so, I'll go with it. It's not pikey. But it does have a certain element to it. There is an underclass, an undercurrent, a, a, an air of cynicism, and, and, and what's the word I'm looking for, Ian? Can you help me out here? You're a man of many words. OK, um, you're talking that there's, there's something in the air. There's something in the air when you go to the wrong side of the town. Anyway, as a young man full of 
vim, vigor, spunk, and juice for life, I've naturally wanted to go to the wrong side of town. And I found myself in the wrong side of town with my good buddies, and we started drinking. We continued drinking. We didn't stop drinking until we found ourselves in a youth hostel. In that aforementioned youth hostel, there were there where your pikeys. I'm not sure what they were doing there, but they took a front to an Englishman and two New Zealanders drinking their beer and attracting their women with our fine chiseled looks and our exceptional use of the language of love. At that point, I think it got too much for them. They became physically aggressive. I did my best to hold five or six of them off. But the upshot of it was is that I am now barred and have been for the last 18 years. I am officially banned from Bordeaux by order of a Bordeaux judge. So, so, you, got, so you got banged up then, did you, while you were so there? We, we, we could temporarily, and I don't recommend it to anybody. However, the next morning, it's like, do you know when um, you've seen the film Rambo, First Blood? Yes, it's a, it's so a when, very good movie. Am I shouting? I'm sorry. When Rambo is run out of town, it was a very similar situation. We were asked to leave Bordeaux by the judge immediately and escorted to the town's outskirts and told, in French, not to return ever again. And that was a strange day out? Well, that was a very strange day out and a night. And the problem is, though, Ian, and I'm going to expand upon this if you would allow me to... Of course. ...is that I now drive every year from the UK to Spain and Bordeaux is on my route. It's on my route. And every year, I bypass the city. Do you think, after 18 years, it would be safe for me to stop, maybe have a meal, a glass of wine, in Bordeaux this summer? Well, that's a very Do good I question. Do I chance it or um, not? I don't know. Um, I, d- uh, I don't want to say yes or no. Uh, maybe we should ask the listener. 01623 should. Them. Why? Well, I mean, let's be fair. All you're going to get is... Some dude calling me up, going, "Aye, aye." Yeah, that, yeah, but the show is pretty weak these days. But that's, but that's the magic of it. Okay, well, no, I like that ramshackle. It's good. Ramshackle. Yes, thanks, thanks, um, Ed. Um, all right, man. What's nice happening? to, nice What's to speak popping, to you, brother. Take it easy. Thank you. Goodbye. Um, right. Um, line two. Good evening. Good evening, Ian. Hello. Who's this? Helen. Hi, Helen. In the People's Republic of Sutton, how can I help you this evening? Uh, well, I've come to talk to you. Okay, what about? Because I've thrown out some cracking topics tonight, topics that would make other talk radio presenters weak at the knees. Oh, go on then. What are we talking about first? Well, we're talking about life's annoyances, things that get on your wick. I've been talking about the fact that when when you're in a shop and you pay for something that's under £10, under £5, sorry, and you give them a tenner, they give you a £5 note first in your hand and then put the change in it. That's crazy, isn't it? Um... I just don't like queues. That, don't, that annoys me. Well, as in, like, um, queues in shops or snooker queues? Queues in shops. OK, what, well, the thing is, though, the, that's the British tradition. We love queuing. What's wrong with you, woman? You, I'm, I'm a girl. Uh, young, young people with trams as well, they, they annoy me. When they, when they ram you. Yeah? Ignorant people on these um, chariots as well. That what, annoys me. What, what do you mean, chariots? Roman chariots? No, these go-go buggers, the elderly. I don't know what they're called. 
um, uh, mobility scooters. Yeah, go-go buggers, yeah. That, that annoys me. Right, queues, mobility scooters and um, people with plush chairs. Yeah. Right, next subject. Okay, that was that was easy, wasn't it? Um, sell-by dates. What's do uh, do do you adhere by them or do you just eat food when it's off? I do, I do tend to stick to sell-by date. Um, I, I but I do tend to chuck stuff away. What's like if if someone gets put in the fridge on a Friday and like the Sunday tea or something like that, like ham, and it gets opened on the Sunday on the Monday, I'll chuck it away. But I keep saying I'm gonna, I'm just going to buy some stickers and stick on it when things get opened because uh, I think you just waste a lot of stuff, don't you, anyway? You know, people waste a lot of stuff because you say you're uh, open, you know, once, once opened, you know, store for three days or keep for three days or whatever. Well, the thing, the thing that's really annoying for me is that I, you know, I, I saw this debate sort of um, started in, in my my house was after I was starting to eat some onions um, this month when the best before date was August 2009 on these silver skins. And... Um, Basically, I would have thought that something that's pickled um, should keep forever. That's the whole. That's the whole idea behind pickling things, isn't it? Well, well, it is. Yeah, but the, the, there's got to be a date as well. But then, then again, when you pickle, yeah, we pickle our own stuff as well. So, um, at what point? I've, ne- I've never actually looked up at what point. You know, you, you pickle stuff. It's say if it's you pickle it and then it's. So a year later, is, is it still good to eat? I've never looked up on stuff like that. So um, you, do you you say you pickle things? We do. We pickle. Well, we, beetroot's pickled, isn't it? Well, you it doesn't. It in. doesn't. It doesn't have to be pickled. But you actually pickle it yourself. You a pickler? Yeah, we, we do. Yeah. <laughs> and, and some and some people would say that you're pickled too. So you'll last forever, Helen. Hey, and do you know what? Yeah. This is this is going up subject slightly, but I tried kohlrabi on Sunday. You you tried who? Kohlrabi. Kohlrada. Kohlrabi. Kohlrabi. What on earth is this? Tell me more. It's, I think it's like a, a, a turnip or something. It's 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 nice. It's it's sweet. It, it tastes lovely. I was a bit a bit concerned. I'd never I'd never heard on it before. Um, but I did on it last year. I never tasted any last year because we didn't actually go it last year to, to like, sort of. Right, right. So you had to turn it. You had to turn it at the weekend. No, no, it's it's not a turn it. It goes different to turn it. I mean, we, you know. <laughs> but right. I did try it and it were nice. Right. But anyway, chocolate. Well, what what did it taste like? Did it taste of sweet or was it um was it? it I'd like a potato. I had like a sweetness to it, but it it, it, it were like a. Potato, it would love Absolutely gorgeous. Right, okay, what's this called again? Kohlrabin. A kohlrabin? I think it's K O H L. I think that's right. Cold. Like cold. And then like R A B I. Like rabbit. Right. Oh, it sounds, sounds fantastic. Well, um, if anybody's heard of one of those, um, get in touch and tell us more because uh, Helen just knows that she ate it and it tasted quite nice. Oh, no, we've, we've got loads on it and, and you get like a white one and then we've got purple ones in the garden as well. I think it's like, you know, when you have like lettuce and you get like a, a green lettuce and you get like a red one as well because we, we grew cut and come again lettuce as well and uh, that was okay. Chocolate. Chocolate, yeah, we're going to chocolate now. 
I don't actually like chocolate, but I know when chocolate goes out of date, that it is um, it goes white, don't it? So what about white chocolate? How do you know when that's out of date? Because that's already white, obviously. Because um... I, I don't actually, I don't like that. I don't actually eat chocolate. Does, does the white chocolate go brown? Ah. I'm, I'm not sure. I suppose it just go, it might go light or it might go hard. You know, like if you if you leave cheese in the fridge and you don't put it in a bag or you don't like wrap it back up, it, it like goes hard and it, it like lightens, don't it? I suppose it goes like that. You're an expert when it comes to foodstuffs, aren't you, Helen? <laughs> Things that go in your mouth. You're an I'm expert. <laughs> right, okay, um last thing, your strangest summer day out. Um I have lots of strange summer days out. I go to I, I went to Nottingham once and um, it it weren't so long ago actually. And I I meant to go shopping, you know, but as soon as I got to Nottingham I ended up at um, Nottingham Castle. And I found myself looking at, you know, in, you know, in that, like, museum thing, that military bit. I was in there, and I was in there for hours. And I thought, well, it, it didn't even, it didn't even, like, ring ring true with me. It, it, it had no relevance to me whatsoever. I was just like, but I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. But on another one as well, I got I got lost in the uh, Ashby de la Zouche. That was strange. I was going to the zoo, and I kept winning. <laughs> I kept winning. Are we nearly there yet, Dad? Are we nearly there yet? You know, as kids do. And uh, I think my dad got that fed up with me. He pulled off, and uh, we got lost in this town. All I can remember was a shop, and uh, which was passed. And then my dad pulled. Up, he decided to pull up near a um, a post box, which was. Really. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I mean, you pulled anyway, up to a post box. Wow, what a story. That was one of the strangest summer days out that, that anybody yeah, must yeah, have ever had. I forgot to do. I, 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 I had and let me guess, time there time was animals in it. Oh, my goodness, that was crazy. No, I, I did all that time at zoo, but you know when people asked me where I was then, it was I went to Ashby de la Zouche. You went to, and, and they were they were they were like saying, "Wow, we wanted to go to Ashby de la Zouche, but we accidentally found ourselves at the zoo." <laughs> There's a place called Conkers, isn't there, near Ashby de la Zouche? I love playing Conkers. Yeah, I well, that, we're not talking I about that tonight. I once collected some Conkers now, and I um, put some super glue in one, and I put it on my mum's sideboard, and uh, it stuck, and then I left the dirty glue mark on my mum's sideboard. She was too fuming, but obviously mm. I denied all knowledge. Yeah, I've, I've, had pro- I've had problems with my Conkers too. Thank you very much, Helen. Ian? Yes. Are you excited? For tomorrow, yeah. party in the park is going to be good. Looking forward to it. I'm going to be there, and there's all Can kinds of things happening. Sorry. Can I ask you something? What do you want? Do you know what do you mean? What do I want? Well, you, you said know. that you want to ask for something. What? What would? No, what can I, I do ask, for you? I want to ask you something. Go on. Do you know where Chesney? Chesney Hawks, yeah. Has he still got a big mole? Has he still got a mole? Well, I'll tell you what I'll do. I will um, I will make sure that I go on a mole mission to find out whether he's still got that mole tomorrow. I will... No, I'm, I'm, I'm coming along tomorrow and I'm bringing my big mole with me. You're bringing your mole too? Yeah. You, so you've got matching moles? No. 
Mine's, mine's not as big as his was. Right. OK, well, bring your mole. Everybody who's got moles, bring them along, and you can compare uh, them with Chesney's. Fantastic. Has he still got it? I don't know. I will find out tomorrow. I'm going to meet I thought, the man. I thought he'd come to see Johnny B. Or did Johnny B go to his Well, John's always round at Chesney's. Thanks, Helen. Right, uh, more from us um, after these messages. 01623 zero is the number you need if you want to call the show tonight, talking about all kinds of things. Also, later on, we're going to be having a pillow fight here, live in the studio. Wow, groundbreaking stuff. Howard Stern, you watch out, my friend. And, um, oh, what's this? Oh, 1969 will be our featured year. And anybody know where Bridie Go Bridge is and what relevance it has to anything? John B. Tannen's going there next weekend. Did you know that Eversil now fit the very latest UPVC bifolding doors, giving complete open access to your home or conservatory? Go to eversil.co.uk or visit our showroom at Old Mill Lane, Mansfield Woodhouse. Here they come, the pink ladies. They're gorgeous, fast and dressed in leather. Wherever you want to be. Go Pronto, the pleasurable bus service to Mansfield and Nottingham. With leather seats, uniform drivers and buses up to every 15 minutes. Pronto, going where you want to be. Call 0845 605 0605. That's 0845 605 0605. Or visit prontobus.co.uk for more information. School's out. And you know what that means. Yep, and there's six weeks of it. But don't worry, Asda Mansfield's got everything you need for your darling kids this summer. From books to music to DVDs, we're sure to have something to keep them entertained and you, well, sane. Asda, saving you money every day. Summer in the Streets 2009. Party in the Park. One day to go. Mansfield, 103.2. This Saturday, it's back. Party in the Park. Nine hours of live music and entertainment starting at 12 o'clock, including the one and only Chesney Hawks. I am the one and only. Catherine Kelly, better known as Becky from Coronation Street, and Will Meller from Two Pints and Casualty, plus local bands and singers and the Mansfield 103.2 Roadshow. There's also rides and other fun stuff on the meadow, and it's absolutely free to get in. So come along to Party in the Park 2009 at Titchfield Park in Mansfield this Saturday. Mansfield, 103.2. You thought the weather was hot? Well, at United Carpets and Beds, the offers are even hotter in our summer clearance sale. There's up to 75% off and free fitting on a massive choice of Berbers, Twists, Wilton, Saxonies and Wool Carpets. Plus there's 75% off luxury memory and orthopaedic double divan beds. £299 and free delivery. Get the hottest deals in the summer clearance sale. There's thousands of carpets to clear at incredible prices. But you better be quick. United Carpets and Beds at Kirkby and Ashfield and Mansfield Woodhouse. Terms and conditions apply. PK Windows and Doors, conservatories too. PK Windows have got it for you. For value and quality, call PK Windows and Doors. We're fencer registered and guaranteed to match any like-for-like -like price. PK Windows are CPA and Trustmark registered too. Full 10-year guarantee, trade and domestic. See us first at Old Mill Lane Industrial Estate, Mansfield. 01623622845 PK Windows. Make sure you visit Mansfield Museum's summer exhibition, Pop Goes Mansfield, featuring music from the 50s to current chart toppers. Come and have a stroll down memory lane. Discover the many sounds of music over the last 65 years and what impact music has had on our district. Grand opening on August the 1st by local legend Alvin Stardust. 
You thought the weather was hot. Well, at United Carpets and Beds, the offers are even hotter in our summer clearance sale. There's up to 75% off and free fitting on a massive choice of Berbers, Twists, Wilton, Saxonies and Wool Carpets. Plus, there's 75% off luxury memory and orthopedic double divan beds. £299 and free delivery. Get the hottest deals in the summer clearance sale. There's thousands of carpets to clear at incredible prices. But you better be quick. United Carpets and Beds at Kirkby and Ashfield and Mansfield Woodhouse. Terms and conditions apply. That Friday feeling on Mansfield 103.2. We decide to get away and have some fun. to the home of great music. It's uh, that Friday feeling playing Barry Manilow. Lucky devils. It's not every day we get to listen to Barry Manilow on the radio, is it? Uh, on the line, Basil. Hello, Basil. Hello, Watco. The great thing about this song is you can talk like an American by going like this. Don't go too near. Uh, I did, sorry. Cold. Yeah, don't go too near. Try it. Give it a go. 
Man, that's brilliant. You are. You could do a Barry Manilow tribute act. I'll give it a go. <laughs> you've got it. That's it. As soon as you've got that, you can do the whole Barry act. Anyway, how are you this evening? What have you got for us? Oh, you were talking about things that annoy you. Yeah, things that really your get on your, you know, t- uh, wick. Yeah, you mentioned sell by dates. They get on my nerves as well. I don't take too much notice of them, though. When I'm in the shop, if I pick something up, like a pint of milk or something, I'd rather just sniff it to see, you know. But they do get annoyed, though, in the shop when you do that. Yeah, you can't go around sniffing milk. Having said that, in shops, they don't tend to have things out of date in shops. They get taken off the shelves. Where does that go? It must go to, like, a, a food mountain or something. Yeah, it probably does, isn't it? I, um, yeah, I was, well, I, some of the milk, I was in, I won't say what shop it was, but I was in a shop, and the milk on the top of it, it said, open here, and I thought, well, that's useless, because I want to have it when I'm in the kitchen. Exactly. I don't want to that's drink the, it in the supermarket. No, but having said that, I've seen on a number of American films them actually opening milk cartons and drinking out of them before they get to the counter. If you did that in this country, a security guard would get you by the collar and say, no, no, no. Quite right, too. It's like I've seen kids, right, um, walking around shops with their mum and dad, and they like they're down the sweetie aisle. They take a sweetie off. They start they start eating the biscuits or the sweeties before they actually get to the the counter. That is not on. That should be an offence. Yeah, I think you should be arrested for that. Definitely arrested, put in put in prison, sent to Siberia, time in the gulag. Well, don't go too uh, too far. That might be a little bit too far. You know, another yes. thing that annoys me. You know these uh, when you phone up, say you've got a problem with something, um, something you've bought or something's gone wrong, and you phone up uh, an advice line and you ask for some help. And they can't help you with your problem at all. They, they've got no idea. And at the end, they say, is there anything else we can do uh, help you with? And you say, well, you couldn't even help me with the thing I phoned about. Right, this is good, right? Get this. This is what they do for various things. I don't know whether you... Do you um, have um, special TV that's beamed down from the sky? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know that sort of, like, satellite thing that goes off? That's right, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you have, like, problems... With that, you phone phone up a certain company and they say, get this, um, have you tried switching it off and switching it back on again, sir? What on earth is that all about? I don't know. I always say to them, I've tried hitting it with a hammer. I've tried that and now it's broken. That's what. You, that's, and then you go, well, we can't help you then, can we? Because you've broken it. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. But honestly, they say that to you. Also, IT departments, don't they? They say the same thing. Yeah, hello. Um, how can I help you, sir? Well, the computer's not working. Have you tried switching it off and switching it back on again? Yeah, I had that. And then when I said it didn't work, they said, how long did you have it switched off for? So I get in quick, and I said, three days. Three days. Because they were hoping I was going to say five seconds. Yeah, because it's got to be 20 seconds. If it's lower than 20 seconds, then expect the same problems when it comes back on again. Expect them. You know another thing that annoys me? What? While I'm on the subject of it. Yeah, this is um, good. Get it off your chest, man. That's what tonight's show's all about. Well, Get it off your chest. It's women that, that always, you get, you know, you, you go out with them and it, it's all going well. And then after a while, they want to get married. What is that all about? That's not on. No, marriage is disastrous, isn't it? Exactly. Right. They want to, t- and then if they get this, they move in for three days, then they own all your stuff anyway. Isn't that the law or something like that? Yeah, something like that. I think they're entitled to the move in. I don't know why, but that's what they say. Once they're married, apparently they are allowed to move in with you. Is that what happens? 
Yeah, I know. I got married once, and it was it was um, it was a, dis- it was a disaster. Okay, what 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 was what was what happened at the start? Well, on the uh, she uh, she come from a Russian background. Right. Did you? So, how did you? How did you meet her? Well, just in a pub. But I thought you were going to say the internet. No, no, it was in a pub. And okay. She was a, she was, a, she was working down the bar. What was her name? Oh, I don't want to go into all the ins and outs of it in case. Uh, okay, let's, let's for the for the sake of it, we will call her Svetlana. All right then, yeah, that'll do. Actually, that was her name, so that's a bit of a damn. Bugger, isn't it? Sorry. Uh, but, but, um, you know, I, I don't want to give too much away because her family are still looking for me. So. But because at the wedding, they came over, of course, from Russia. Some of them, some of them came over anyway, and they didn't like me really. And I tried to um, sort of befriend them by going along with them and drinking vodka. And I even did outside the church before we went. I did that little Russian dance, that little dance you do when you crouch right down. Cossack dancing. Cossack dance, and you kick your leg. I did that, and, they, and uh, I don't know if they liked it or not. But what happened was we back locked in that position Ooh. down there. So I had to go down the aisle like that. Hang on, wait a second. Let's let's a little bit of this. Perfect, that isn't it? No, so I had to go down the. I've been aisle. waiting for months to use that. In, in that position, so so you know, it looked it looked a bit like she was leading a monkey down the aisle. Didn't and go didn't it, go down well with the 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 mafioso then. No, I'm not sure whether they believed um, uh, that I was really. It was quite painful, but I you know, I did wonder whether they thought I was taking a mickey. It ruined all the wedding photos in the video. So it was a sort of doomed marriage from the start. D- it was a disaster from the start. It was. The wedding night was useless. Well, what about the um, the wedding night? You say that went well? No, it was useless. Well, because you were you were in pain. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't sort of um, stretch myself out, you know. Yeah, I understand. And and the um, the the honeymoon. The entire, the entire honeymoon, I was sort of curled up in the, in the sort of fetal position. Where, where did you go on your honeymoon? I went to Moscow. Oh, right, nice, nice choice. Nice. What, 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 when did you get married? What, what time of year? February. Ooh. Bit Baltic then. It was extremely cold, yeah. I was stuck there for three weeks because we couldn't fly out again because uh, we were snowed in. Oh, dear. Well, that's maybe a good thing if you if your back had sorted itself out. Yeah, well, all I could do was say was was lay curled up for for the virtually for the whole of the the honeymoon. Oh dear. Anyway, so doomed doomed from the start. I'm um, sorry to hear that. Uh, she she she. Um, but things are looking she, up. She, Don't worry. Oh yeah, she left anyway. She got she was she seemed quite pleased with her with her British passport. So. Oh, so she, she, yeah, oh, that's good then. She got the passport. How long how long did she stay with you? Well, just until we got back from the honeymoon. Right. Okay, sorry, yeah. All right, thank you. I got them. Bye. Um, line two, uh, Mad Pixie, good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Yeah. Oh, that, that, really... was a, that was a sad story, actually, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something that really annoys me is when I go into a shoe shop and I want a pair of shoes, the small size shoes are on the very top shelf. What, and the, what the, use is that to me what, when I'm the, barely five foot tall? Sorry, you're saying that the, the lowest price shoes the, are on the, the top shelf? The smallest size ones. The smallest size, size ones. Okay. Right. right on the top shelf where I can't reach them. 
Right, yeah, that is annoying. You know, I'm busy. Yeah, here's another one, right? Yeah, you go into a shop, right, and you get pounced on within five seconds by one of those assistants. Do you need any help? If I need some help, okay, I will come to you. Don't come to me. Do not bother me whilst I'm shopping for clothes. Yeah, first of all, when you, you only ring up, you know, you mentioned the, um, you know, the, the IT departments and stuff. When you ring them up, why is it you you pick up the phone and you answer and you get this voice that says, "If you want to, if your complaint is about this, or you want to speak to someone, press this button, then press that button." Why can't they have a button at the beginning that says, "If you want to speak to a human being, press this button"? Because they're trying to get, they're trying to basically, that that the robots <laughs> are taking over. The robots are taking over. That's what it is. It's ten minutes trying to talk to somebody. And by the time you've gone through to them, you forgot what you're ringing up about. Yeah, this is what I do, right? Yeah, there's one of those. There's a number thing. You know, press one, press two, press three, press three for fish, press four for more fish. That I just press all the buttons like that, and it goes, oh, uh, uh, error, error, error. We'll put you through to the operator. That's what you do. So you don't have to mess around with that sort of stuff. So basically, just press as many buttons as you can within about, I don't know, five-second uh, phase, and then they put you through to an operator because the robot cannot handle that. There's a little top tip for you. Right, thank okay. you. That would be useful. Right, apparently you know what Bridego Bridge is all about. Um, John B. Tannen's been talking about it on The Breakfast Show this week. He's going there for a strange summer day out. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, I only know that it's the location of the Great Train Robbery. I'm not sure where it is. It's down south somewhere. But... Okay. So the, I don't the, the lo- he is going to the location of the Great Train Robbery. Why would anybody want to do that for a day out? I don't know. That's weird. That is weird. <laughs> hey, I'm going to play the Dooleys. You're the kind of guy Because it's awful. Away, but it's all... You love it, though, don't you? No!
Lancer 103.2 The Home of Great Music. This is awful, isn't it? It's really bad. I think I've got um, Cheryl Bell from Mansfield on line three. Good evening, Good Cheryl. Evening. Hello. Good evening. Yeah, a little bit more uh, information though about the Bridie Go Bridge. Yeah, John B. Tannen, our breakfast show presenter, who'll be down at Party in the Park tomorrow on stage for the Mansfield 103.2 Roadshow, is going there for a strange summer day out soon. Yes. Well, it's in Ledburn in Buckinghamshire, and it will be the uh, anniversary on the 8th of August of the 1963 Great Train Robbery. So you think he's going for the anniversary? I bet he's going for the anniversary. But yes. it's not—it's not like a big anniversary, is it? Then, if it was not, when was it? Nineteen sixty-three. Sixty-three was the train robbery. Yeah. So it's not—it's not even like a fifty-year. No, but it's the eighth of August is, uh, is the anniversary date. That's when it happened. Right. So maybe yeah. he's going for that. Do you think? Pe- do you think people go there on pil- pilgrimages? Well, I the it's word. a place of interest to some nerds and train watchers, maybe. So you're calling John B. Tannen a nerd? No, don't let him know Do that terror! <laughs> what gets on your nerves, Cheryl? Come on, tell me, uh, Ooh, apart from me. Rude people, uh, especially I find that people that push in queues, a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of older people seem to think they have a right to push in front, and uh, that really annoys me. And people that let the door go in your face rather than hold it for you, that kind of thing. What, whatever happened to etiquette? Exactly. And to, to chivalry? Yes, exactly, it's gone. When exactly. was the last time some bloke took his, took his top off, his jumper and his T-shirt and laid it over a puddle for you? Never. Never? Never, no, it hasn't happened. The last time I saw that happen was in a cigar advert. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he sort of fell it fell down into the pot. Very strange. Yeah. And sell-by dates. Yes. Right. It's to stop the supermarket getting sued if anything goes off when people have bought it. Oh, the it's, beeper. No, you know, you know, if the food goes off. Right. Right. And they take it back and they'll say, yes, but it's past its sell-by date, so that you can't sue the supermarket or shop. But if people use common sense and store stuff correctly and... Checked it before they ate it, they will find that the sell-by date isn't always valid. Put it in your pantry. Exactly. And if you use your nose and your eyes and everything, you can tell whether the food's okay or not. If you use your nose yeah. like that. Use your eyes. Use this. Use a sense of touch as well. Exactly. Give it a good old feel. Yeah. That's exactly. what I do with bread. Yeah. <laughs> and other um, stuff anyway, as well. Green yes. Green on bread penicillin. Is so it? Probably good for yeah, you. Yeah, be good for you unless you're um, allergic to penicillin. Thank exactly. you, Cheryl. Yeah. Bye. Okay. Bye. I'll just take this one straight. Hello, Line 5. Good evening. Good evening. Hello. How are you? Very good. Is this a seaman? It's a seaman. The seaman. Are you prepared? What for are you? For 1969 featured year. Oh, forgot. You forgot? Well, I'll have a go. Oh, you'll have a go. Well, we're not quite there yet. So what are you phoning in for this evening? Things that get on your nerves. Yeah, go on. When people talk like babies. And when they talk to babies like... Egg boo-boo. Yes. Do you know what? They should be they should be drowned in the res. They should. They should be no, drowned no. in the res. Hang on, that's a bit harsh, isn't it? No, it's not. No. They should be drowned in the res. Where's the res? Well, the reservoir, King's Mill. Oh, reservoir. King's Mill reservoir. You know what it's like when you live in Chesterfield. You don't know the area very well. Sorry, what? Where? Chesterfield. We'll have no talk of that place here, sir. So when we're having the face off, fact off. The fact off. We'll have a fact off a bit later, mate. Okay then.
I'll speak to you for a fact off. Yeah, you fact off now, right, and OK? Sam can get back in his pram. Yeah, OK, bye. See you. Did you know that Eversil's superb Constantina-style folding doors can create an opening to your garden up to six metres wide? Go to eversil.co.uk or visit our showroom at Old Mill Lane, Mansfield Woodhouse. Mansa 103.2, they have great music. Almost time for 1969. Taking back in time to a while ago. Forty years. That's a different calculation in my head. Isn't this the year that the um, the moon landings took place? Louis Armstrong. Can't use that fact now. Hang on, let's 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 um let's get this rolling and then then we'll get ourselves prepared for it. Okay, yes. It's two minutes past eight. Party in the park tomorrow. 11:45. Nightmare live on stage. No Slim Whitman though, unfortunately this year. I asked. South of the border, down Mexico way. That's where I fell in love While stars above came out to play And now as I wonder My thoughts ever stray South of the border Down Mexico way was a picture an old Spanish lake just for a tender while I kissed the smile upon her face for it was fiesta and we were so gay we were so gay Then she sighed as she whispered manana, manana, never dreaming that we were parting tomorrow. And I lied as I whispered manana, for our tomorrow never came. I couldn't think of a rhyme for manana, it's tomorrow, isn't it, surely? I rode back one day. Right, things we're talking about on the show tonight. Uh, oh, a new, new topic, sick notes. Have you ever written your own sick note? Pretended it was somebody else? Had <laughs> written that sick note? And what did it say? Or have you ever got somebody, one of your mates, to phone up as your mum? So, oh, I'm sorry. Ben won't be coming into work today because he's not very well. He's part of the swine flu. <laughs> Has anybody, by the way, has anybody faked swine flu yet to take time off work? Some people will have done. (laughs) 
He's not having a laugh to himself there. <laughs> it's probably Slim Whitman's probably thinking, I've pulled the wool over their eyes again. They're loving my music when really it's absolute rubbish. Right, OK, it's 1969. Oh, what a year it was. Because this was the year that uh, my friend Des O'Connor was in the charts. <laughs> I got a go to Piccadilly, got a Piccadilly of a day to do it on. Get a moving on the Buckingham beat. Go to King's Road, pick me up a nice, real sweet girl. I got a go to. Portobello got a sort of sell a little old antique or two. Blow it all on a Savaro suit. Go to King's Road, pick me up a nice, real cute girl. Russ, Russ from Warsup, things that annoy him. I am here, they are right now. I thought you were dead. Oh, I thought I was dead. That's things that annoy me as well, you know. What? What? People thinking that, that you're dead? Yes, because everyone seems to think I've disappeared off the face of the planet because even Kai saw me yesterday. Did he? Yes. So, I think that, yes. you know, you're talking about that really annoy you, Russ? Yeah, it's, it's already happened today. I can't stand it when I'm stood in a queue at the checkout. I'm not going to say which supermarket I was in, but it was called Summerfield. Anyway, and um, I can't stand it when the old person in front of the older person than me, should I say, and they started showing the, the person at the other side of the checkout the holiday snap. Does that happen? Does that happen on a regular basis? People showing holiday snaps at a checkout? It, it does for me, yeah. Especially right. when I'm waiting, they seem to think, "Hang on, here's Russ. We'll just show them our postcards and all these holiday snaps and all this lot." And it's like, "Oh, look at our Bertie's just put this and done this and everything." And I'm like, "Real? I, I mean, no, I've got, I've got my pretty, I've got my mobility scooter parked outside." Yeah, forget Bertie. Get. Can I want to buy some cheese? <laughs> right, we'll speak to you later, OK, Russ, because I need to question you. Uh, are you still going to the uh, part of the park tomorrow? I will be there. Right, so will I. OK, right, well, we'll phone you later, because I want to sp- I want to question you on air. All right, OK, right, it's 1969, Russ. He's gone. Oh, Roger Whittaker was in the charts with this classic little thing. It's a little ditty called Durham Town. Apparently it's getting him down. Bless him. I've gotta leave old Durham town. I've gotta leave old Durham town. I've gotta leave old Durham town. And that leaving's gonna get me down. Back in 1944. I remember Daddy walking out the door. Mama told me he was going to war. He was leaving, 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 leaving me. I've gotta leave old Durham town. I've gotta leave old Durham town. I've gotta leave old Durham town. And that leaving's gonna get me down When I was a boy I spent my time Sitting on the banks of the river tide 
Watching all the ships going down the line of the Watching the ships. Leaving, leaving. Peter uh, in the telephone has something that gets on his wick. Hello. No, it's, 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 it's strange summer afternoons, actually. Oh, yes, your strangest uh, summer days out. Yes, and it's got to tie in with uh, 1969. Well, I'm very excited. Because when I was four years old, which was, that was the year of my fourth birthday, I never imagined that when I got married that I would have this kind of wedding day that I did. It was a very strange summer's day, and, and the best man, who was absolutely fantastic, but he had to make up a lot of my life because he didn't know much about me at the time, uh, 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 it, was, it was such a, a strange day, and I, I remember the weather was absolutely beautiful, uh, and the thing, whole thing sort of collapsed and it ended when... When, when my now ex-wife uh, found it very convenient to, to share her cat, as, as the late Mrs. Slocum might have said once. Right, OK. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Strange day. I've got to leave old Durham town. I've got to leave old Durham town. It's going to get me down. I'm going to leave old Durham town. Durham Town. It's 1969. This was a great year. I wish I was around Durham this year. Town. And the feel is gonna get you down. 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 Um, Mr. Leprechaun on line four, good evening. That's a mind to sir. Yes, hello. 1969 is the year. Yeah, uh, things get on people's nerves first, though. Okay, what gets on your nerves? Uh, you get on mine. Oh, I know I do, sir, but it's stupid people that get on my nerves, sir. What, like you? I'm not stupid, sir. Yes, but you are. I'm not, sir. OK, well, gets on your nerves, then. Come on, sorry. I'm sorry to mess you about. I love you dearly in a manly way. Stupid people, sir. That's what gets on my nerves. But going on tonight... Yeah, OK, yeah, but I... hang on. You can't just go, stupid people. In what way do stupid people get on your nerves? I say stupid things, sir. Like what? Stupid things. Anything stupid, sir. Yeah, but, like, what's, what's stupid? Like, what, what's the most stupidest thing somebody said to you today? Oh, uh, I can't think of that. Well, then, what's your problem with them, then? Maybe, has, if you ever stop to think and think, maybe it's, it's your one. Sir. Maybe it's you who is stupid. No, not, sir. 1969. Come on. 1969. You're right, sir. It was the year that Lance Armstrong landed on the moon, sir. Well, the famous um, bike ride, the loser, as we now like to call him, Loser Armstrong, after coming, what was it, no, fifth no. in the in the Tour de France? What a loser. Can you believe that? No, the man on the moon, sir. Lance Armstrong. I was I was led to believe that was Louis Armstrong, of course, the famous, the famous trumpeter, Satchmo. No, it was Lance, sir. No, it wasn't. He doesn't know his moon facts. Come on, it's 40 years to almost to the day since we walked on the moon. A little bit more than, actually. A little bit more than that now. Yeah. We should have done a whole show dedicated to the moon landing. I think we talked about it, but it never happened. No, we never did it. Never did it. Why would anybody go to Bridego Bridge on the anniversary of the great train robbery for a day out? I want to speak to John B. Tanner and find out why he wants to go. There's got to be some reason behind it. What are your strangest summer days out? But it's 1969, 
and Cam is here to tell us. Don't give us facts yet, because I just want you to tell us what kind of a year it was. Was it a good year? Was it a bad year? Was it a year that would go down in the history books as as a year? It was a a, a benchmark year. A benchmark year. Funnily enough, um, your your feature won't be running this week because you've not no. done one. No, I didn't. Brilliant. I didn't. Two weeks. We managed two weeks. It's been raining a lot this week, though, and people people get put off sitting on benches when it rains, don't they? People sit on... I sit people, on benches. That is the time to sit on benches, because that's when you get a bench to yourself. Yeah, but people don't want to get wet, do they? They don't want to get their trousers wet or whatever. Yeah, OK, right. So what kind of a year was oh, it? Oh, it was a year of hope for the people of Earth that we were going to the moon. Well... That there was more out there. Yeah, but what was the point of going to the moon? What was the point in Christopher Columbus going to America? The edge of the horizon. Nowadays, you wouldn't get away with hitching a ride because the thumb goes up, car goes by, gets picked up, killed in a lay-by. Something like that. There you go, Vanity Fair hitching a ride back when you could hitch a ride without fear of being mutilated. Right, OK, Cam, it was a year of hope, 1969. Yep, it was a good year. That's a good song, actually. I like that. They should bring that out again. That should be on an advert. That was on an advert. What advert would that would that go with? Just trying to think. Uh, something where they go into the beach or something like that. Yeah, that would be good. Or what about this? A petrol, a petrol advert. Well, that's encouraging people to save petrol by hit, getting rides together, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, that's no good. I got it. Right. It's it's a public information movie. Yeah, or a, a public information about not about sh- car sharing beautiful i like that it. would work 
David uh, from Mansfield knows a bit about hitching rides, doesn't he? David from Mansfield is one of my favourite callers. I love him dearly, OK? He hitched a ride once with David Bedford! David Bedford! David Be- Who is he? I don't know. I still don't know. But it was a story that, that well, it's probably one of the highlights of this show. OK, so um, on the line now we've got Phil Mitchell. What gets on your nerves, Phil? The- there's an awful lot that gets on my nerves, Ian. Well, then tell me about it. Right. First of all, old dears in the supermarket, right? You've got an aisle that is most probably sitting up for two trolleys to get down. So the old dears decide to meet halfway down the aisle and stand talking for 20 minutes so nobody can get down the sodden aisles. Those damn old ladies. Why is everybody having to go old ladies tonight? Old ladies are lovely. My gran was ace. She was great. Yeah, but it wasn't a bit bad, but they insist on doing it on a Saturday morning. Oh, those damn old ladies. Saturday mornings. Sorry, if you are an old lady listening to this, I apologise. Phil's got something against you. I love you all. I'll make you tea. If you want me to make you tea, I will make you tea. I promise. Anything else, Phil? Lots. Right. Secondly, when you're travelling on a dual carriageway something like that, and you've got 70-mile-an-hour speed limit, and you see one articulated lorry trying to overtake another because they think that they're a, a mile-an-hour faster than the one that's on the inside, and they take, like, 15 minutes to get past, holds up all the traffic. Yeah. Do you know what you need? Go on. Bit of Bob Dylan, Lay Lady Lay, 1969 is the oh, year. Nothing. What? By the way... 1969, the man on the moon was Neil Armstrong. Oh, sorry. Lay, lay, lay. Lay across my big brass bed. Lay, lay, lay. Lay across my big brass bed. Whatever colors you have in your mind, I'll show them to you and you'll see them shine. Lay, lady, lay, lay across my big breast bed. Stay, lady, stay, stay with your man a while. Till the break of day Let me see you make them smile His clothes are dirty But his His hands are clean And you're the best thing That he's ever seen Stay, lady, stay Stay with your man a while Lay, 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 
lay across my big breast bed. Mansfield 103.2, the home of great music. Lay, lady, lay. Get on my brass bed. It's 1969. It's Bob Dylan. And um, Cam's here, who's an expert on the years. It was a year of hope. And um, and sharing yeah. as well. Bob Dylan's got two voices. He's got his like... Like that. And he's got this one. Which is more of a more relaxed Bob Dylan. It doesn't sound like Bob Dylan. When I heard that song first time round, I didn't know it was Bob. And I didn't like it, but as soon as I knew it was Bob, I was in there. I was like, Bob knows what he's doing. That's weird how um, you sort of, you've heard it and you've, you've not liked it, but then you know it's Bob, Mar- uh, Bob, Bob, Bob Marley. No, Bob this Dylan, is Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. He's a totally different yes, guy. Yes, I Bob, know. Bob Marley's the yes, guy that does okay. like the reggae stuff, you know, that guy. Yeah. All right, little slip of the tongue there. All right, sorry. You know, Exodus. Yeah. And we're jamming. But anyway, that's quite okay, a fit. Let me just, the, let me just the, play the point, you a bit of Bob Marley just make the... so you know the difference, okay? Because Bob Marley, he was a legend too, all right? There's a difference between these two people. Hang on, let me just get the be- the best Bob Marley track going so you know you know who we're talking about here. This is Bob Marley, okay? This is Bob Marley. Right. Right? Right? This is Bob Dylan. Bit of a difference. Let's see if we can mash this up. See that? That's that's Bob. They should have teamed up. They should have. That's done. what we now know. They couldn't. They now now that is impossible. Yeah, unfortunately, mm. because Bob is no longer with us. Not yeah, one of them is there. Which one? Dylan. Which one's not with us? Uh, Mar- Marley. Marley's good. Yeah. See, yeah. I, I know something. You know your bobs, right? Okay. My mum is on line six. Hello, mother. Hey, up, son. How you doing? Long time no speak. Yeah. Um, we're talking 1969 tonight, mum. Do you remember that year? Was it a good one? 69's always a good one for me, son. What was it about the year that you uh, remember most? Oh, the year. Oh, the year. Yeah, I'm talking about well, the year, yes. And walked on the moon, decimalisation, the introduction of the black penny stamp, oh, calculators, microwaves, mobile phones, all the usual malarkey and gubbins, doors, handles, cheese, turkey breasts, Bernard Manning, and all the other good things that have come in life. 1969 was a wonderful year, son. A wonderful year. Salt and pepper, kebabs. Corn on the cob, megaphones and plastic boxes, all from 1969, I love it all. Grass, blue skies, aeroplanes and motorbikes, all from the year 69. All my favourite things of 69, motocross, snowboarding, aerials and television channels from number 7 to 10. It was, it, it, it was, it was a good year then. It was a marvellous year, marvellous year. It sounded to me you were just you were just like reeling off things there because I was just thinking that some of that, for example, the microwave. I don't think that was 1969. I think you're trying to and, and grass. I'm sure that was around maybe a couple of years before. 69, it was son. 69, blue skies, tarmac, curb stones, and petrol stations, all from the years. <laughs> it's raising the hide. I've been drinking son. 
I've been drinking. Okay. What a, what a year it was, too. So, um, what really gets on your your wick, mother? Ben. Ben, uh, ben, yeah. ben from the show? Ben from the show, yes. You, you're not a big fan, are you? Because sometimes he doesn't phone you back and stuff. But the thing is, Mum, you see, having my mum on the show is a little bit, you know, it's a little bit weird, isn't it, Cam? It's a bit weird having my mum on the show. A bit strange. He doesn't understand, son. Yeah, but it's a bit strange, though, because the thing is, we see each other at home, so what is the point in sort of invading into my, you know... You know, my work life. I know what annoys me, son. Here we go. When you go into a shop and they pass you your change and they pass the notes first and then they pile up all the change on top so you've got to then shift all the coins into your other hand, then put your notes away, then put your coins in your pocket. Ridiculous. Morons. Yeah. Yeah, that really annoys me, mother. Middle lane drivers, I say... Have a sniper on each bridge. And anyone that's withering around in the middle lane like a like a you know what, you take them out. Why are you so against these Because some drivers they, they don't know any better. They well, don't they deserve to drive. How the ridiculous heck did they pass their driving test? That's what I want to know, son. How did they pass their driving test? Because I heard in some in some towns in this this country, not in not in Mansell, Ashfield and Bolsover, all you have to do is is back up a car for 100 metres, and you get it. Simple as that. Slough, for example. Exactly. It's yeah. a tragic world we live in, son. It's a traveller. Middle lane drivers, anyway. They're me bugbear. What else are we talking about tonight, sunshine? Well, I was... Uh, we were... I know what annoys me, son. Yes. Dragons den dragons. Why? It's the bit where they go, Hello, I'm Peter. I want the person at that point to say, I know who the flip you are. I've been watching for the last five series. They always introduce themselves like we don't know who they are. Hello, I'm Deborah. Yeah, I know you're Deborah. Give us your money, love. Ridiculous. What, what would you take on, though, Mum? Would, would you take anything on there? You know, like, have you got sort of a, a product that you would like money to help with the business or something like that? Because I, I know you watch it with Dad every week. I do. I do. Leo Pathetic's my favourite. I like him. James Corn on the cob, like him. Aye, yes. And Deborah, the other one, the, the, the one that looks like a man, like her. What would I take on? Well, unfortunately, my invention's a little bit sexual, as you know. So it would have to be on after about 10 or 11 o'clock at night for my invention to actually get some air in. And I don't think it's the sort of thing that Deborah would like to endorse. Still, I've still got the internet, and that's, that'll do for me, son. OK, right. Thanks, Mother. Is that it? I thought we were talking about other topics. I got a lot of That'll do. That'll do. Right, um, it's 1969. Uh, more music from that year next. It's 827. Wake up with John B. Tannen. Hope you have a fantastic weekend. Coming up on Monday, guests including James Cracknell, Alvin Hall, Ruth Badger, and Jeff Banks, plus DVDs to give away, and that fantastic competition, I can smell it. The Breakfast Show on Mansfield 103.2 with GK Ford, Southwell Road West, Mansfield. Save up to £5,000 on a new Ford, including £2,000 scrappage allowance. Call GK Ford on 622-522. Thanks to some great courses and free childcare, tomorrow I'm starting a brand new adventure and I'm ready. After all, I'm used to battling monsters, <laughs> dodging spells and going into outer space. Bolton, we have a problem. But this time my kids won't be there to hold my hand. They'll be off with new friends while I'm off on a course, swapping my magic wand for a pen and our spaceship for the number 49 bus. With free childcare for training and learning for work, you'll get real help building a brighter future for your family. 
If you're out of work and your partner's income is £20,000 a year or under, then find out if you can apply today. Search online for free childcare for learning. Our future, it's in our hands. Have you been to the Coopers yet? It's changed. They offer a warm, cosy atmosphere, delicious homemade food from an extensive menu, local beers, popular lagers, a wide range of wines. Make your visit today and see for yourself just how great it really is. The Coopers, Leaning Lane North, Mansfield Woodhouse. Call Mansfield 649-612. Oh, the familiar sound of the school holidays. Here's something that might sound better. Get the kids out the house and into Mucking for Life. Mucking for Life offers the family the choice of free local outdoor adventures. From fence building to bird safaris. To find out more, search Mucking for Life online. After all, they can't drive you cuckoo if they're out bird watching, can they? Summer in the Streets 2009. Party in the park. One day to go. That Friday feeling on Mansfield 103.2. Mansfield 103.2, the home of great music, also the home of John B. Tannen, back at breakfast Monday, and also down at Party in the Park, Titchfield Park tomorrow. You've got to be there. And all next month, start of August tomorrow, Cam. White rabbits, white rabbits, white rabbits, Not first thing when you wake up. When you wake up, good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Big giveaway. Taking place all throughout August on Mansfield 103.2. 31 days in August. It's good stuff, and it will start tomorrow. 
Right, we, I believe, I believe we have the Seaman on line four. Good evening, Seaman. Good evening, Ian. Right, OK, it's time for the fact off. I'm very excited. Um, here in the studio, we have Cam, who has his facts. Do you have your facts there? I've got one or two facts, Ian. OK, um, right, I'm trying to work out some good fact music. I think that the, the Rocky workout from, from Rocky Four is the music that I think I'm going to use on this. Is that all right with you, Seaman? It's not exactly 69, is it? 69. Yeah, no, it's you not. But, but yeah, the thing on, is, I've not got any. It. I've not got any 69 sort of instrumental. Let's get it on type music. Come on, let's have it then. Ian. I've, lo- I've lost it now. Uh, I'll tell you what. Um, we'll start. We'll start with this. Breaking news, and then we'll we'll go into Rocky when I found it. So uh, you can start. See, man, it's 1969. What happened? Ian, it's 1969. We were all talking about the moon in 1969. I'm not going to use that one about it was the first time they went to the moon. Instead, it's Cam there. I'm, I'm here. What date is it today, Cam? It's the 31st of July. Well, on this day, 31st of July, let me just tell you this, Cameron. Mariner 6 sent back pictures of Mars. Wow. That's, wow. that's a poor fact. I'm really underwhelmed by that. Let me tell you this, that in this year, Rupert Murdoch bought the largest-selling Sunday newspaper of the day. Wow. For 250000 I believe. It might have been. Mm-hmm. The Super Bowl three was held in this year, and the New York Jets beat the uh, Baltimore Colts. How would you like them apples? That was fantastic. Hey, Cam, you could go and get a vasectomy for £16 in Birmingham this year. Bargain. Richard Nixon became the 37th president of the USA. Fantastic, I like that one, Cam. There was 18 number ones this year in the UK pop chart. Operation Breakfast took place in Cambodia and it had nothing to do with breakfast. Ooh, that's a good one, I like that one. And Jones wins Wimbledon. The Eurovision Song Contest, get this, had four winners in this year. Spain, France, the Netherlands and the UK all had equal points. Fantastic. It was the year of Woodstock. They played to 40,000, 400,000 people. Fair play. Uh, the International Communist... Co- or an International Communist Convention was held in Moscow in this year. Fantastic. Yasser Arafat becomes the new leader of the PLO. The first message uh, was sent over the Appanet, which was like the one before the internet, the rubbish one. That... Hey, that's fantastic, that one. ITV makes its first colour... T- Colour television transmission. That's that's fantastic, that one, mate. In colour? Really? In colour. Colonel Gaddafi came to power in Libya through a coup. Fantastic. Jackie Stewart wins the World Grand Prix Championship. Buzz Aldrin was the second man on the moon. Wow, fantastic. Talking about the moon, they went back in this year for the second time. Neil Armstrong was the first man on the moon. Fantastic, I didn't know that one. Hey, the government's authorised 12 new local radio stations for London. There was a third astronaut that no-one knows his name and he had to circle the moon while they were on the moon. You're bragging it, you failed. The Rolling Stones played at Madison Square Garden. People at Mission Control had to look after the spaceship and communicate while it was at the moon in 1969. Beam me up, Scotty. Edward Kennedy crashes his car into the river and kills a young girl. People watch footage on television live from the moon. Ooh, Mr. Ooh.
person move. 16 people die when the bus crashes on a hill in County Durham. You've lost it, Sam. You've got no I've, facts I've now. run out of facts now, see, man. You've run out of facts. Oh, actually, oh, I've just found, I've, I've got one left, actually. The Boeing 747 made its maiden flight in this year. Oh, fantastic. I can hit you back for a double six on that one. Concord 002 makes its maiden voyage. Want some more facts, cameras? You want me to put you back in your pram, Cam? Go, go on, then. The US, de- the US death toll in Vietnam reaches 33,641 this year. The QE2 leaves port for its first commercial voyage. Pancho Gonzalez wins Wimbledon. Pele, you know, the football player, Cameron, scored his 1,000th goal this year. Suck on that, big boy. Tony Jacqueline wins the British Open. And I'll tell you something else. Space boy, scientists were taking a look at moon rock for the first time in this year. Hmm, you want some more? How's about this one? A human egg was made fertile in a test tube this year, and Paul McCartney married Linda Eastman. Hmm, how good is that one? Oh, what about George Harrison? He was arrested for illegal possession of cannabis, Cam. Come along. It was the year that Lulu married Morris Gibb. Oh, come on, Cam. I've blown you away again, man. I want you to, to, if you don't mind, Carl, I'd like you to stay out and help us on some songs. Play the guitar. One of the greatest guitar players as well as songwriters and singers in the business. Appreciate a little help on the guitar, all right? Thank you, Carl. Well, my daddy left home when I was three, and he didn't leave much to Ma and me. Just this old guitar and an empty bottle of booze. Now, I don't blame him because he run and hid, but the meanest thing that he ever did was before he left, he went and named me Sue. Well, he must have thought that it was quite a joke, and it got a lot of laughs from a lots of folks. Seems I had to fight my whole life through. Some gal would giggle and I'd get rid And some guy'd laugh and I'd bust his head I'll tell you, life ain't easy for a boy named Sue <laughs> Well, I grew up quick and I grew up mean My fists got hard, my wits got keen Roamed from town to town to hide my shame But I made me a vow to the moon and stars I'd search the honky-tonks and bars And kill that man that give me that awful name well, it was Gatlinburg in mid-July, and I'd just hit town, and my throat was dry. I thought I'd stop and have myself a groove. At an old saloon on a street of mud, there at a table, dealing stud, sat the dirty mangy dog that named me Sue. Well, I knew that snake was my own sweet dad from a worn-out picture that my mother had had, and I knew that scar on his cheek and his evil eye. He was big and bent and gray and old And I looked at him and my blood ran cold And I said, my name is Sue How do you do? Now you gonna die Yeah, that's what I told him Well, I hit him hard right between the eyes And he went down, but to my surprise Come up with a knife and cut off a piece of my ear but I busted a chair right across his teeth And we crashed through the wall and into the street Kicking and a-gouging in the mud and the blood and the beard I tell you, I fought tougher men But I really can't remember when He kicked like a mule and he bit like a crocodile 
I heard him laugh and then I heard him cuss and he went for his gun and I pulled mine first. He stood there looking at me and I saw him smile. He said, son, this world is rough and if a man's gonna make it, he's gotta be tough. And I know I wouldn't be there to help you along. So I give you that name and I said goodbye. I knew you'd have to get tough or die. And it's that name that helped to make you strong. Yeah. Said, now you just fought one hell of a fight And I know you hate me and you got the right To kill me now and I wouldn't blame you if you do But you ought to thank me before I die For the gravel in your guts and the spit in your eye Cause I'm the son of a bitch that named you Sue Yeah, well what could I do? What could I do? I got all choked up and I threw down my gun Called him a paw and he called me a son And I come away with a different point of view And I think about him now and then Every time I try and every time I win And if I ever have a son I think I'm gonna name him Bill or George, any damn thing but Sue I still ain't that thing Yeah, Man Still Wanted 3.2, the home of great music 1969 is the year that we're focusing on this evening and Kai is in the studio. Good evening. I saved the show again. No, you ha- yeah. No, you haven't because you've only just arrived. Yeah? I saved the show again. Now, how can you save the show? When I you- have, Anta. No, 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 no. Yes, you- I have. You've only just arrived. It's raining again. Whenever you come in, it's raining. It's always raining. Everybody sings. Yeah, what's this about the, 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 the Met Office? They predicted a barbecue summer. The Seaman predicted a barbecue summer. What's happened to that summer, Kai? It's raining. <laughs> he didn't predict a summer at all. Well, they did. Phone in, Seaman, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, see, man? Where's this summer you were talking about? Where is it? Where's Come on, him. God! Come on! <laughs> we're, we're interested <laughs> to know. Right, let's run through these lines. Um, hello, line three. Good evening. Hey, Watkins. Sorry to keep you waiting. Hey, all right, mate. Yeah, listening to your rumble on him here till I've gone deaf. But anyway, hey, what about 1969? A brilliant song. You've not even touched it, eh? <laughs> It's been released and released and re-released that many times. I've gone dizzy, eh? I prefer Hitching a Ride by Vanity Fair, personally. Ah, well, you're just sad, eh? We, what? Uh, Hang on, we got the Spoon Man on line four. Good evening, Spoon Man. Yes. Yes. Go on, have it on. I see a bad moon rising. I see the trouble in the air. This food man is back. It was good. Um, okay, uh, line two. It's 1969. Good evening. Evening, Watkins. Oh, it's Sue Morgan. Sue uh, Morgan. Yeah, I'm still I'm on the show, Sue. I'm still on the show, and you're not banned. Uh, oh, thank you very much, love. I, I'm glad. I'm really pleased for that. Oh my God. Yeah, it's been a wicked week. What have what you? What have, what, what have you been doing? What have you been doing? 
I'm getting ready for me to move to another property. Oh, I thought you were going to say to another planet. (laughs) Well, it seems like another planet. Where I'm going, it's like heaven, mate. Right, Okay. Are you going to Uranus? No, no, Forest Town. Oh, same, same difference. No, Forest Town is, Forest Town is oh, lovely. Mate. Joyce in Neverland, isn't it? Yeah, I love Joyce. She never phones oh. in anymore. I miss her voice. Oh, I love no, Joyce I... as well. Oh. Oh, yes, right. Sue, Sue, you sound, Sue, you sound like you're in a, in a, I don't know, like an echo chamber or something. Can you hear me now? Yeah, that's better. Speakerphone sounds weird on the radio. I know. Well, my me, me, me thingy bob, my earpiece ain't working, mate. I'm, I'm, I'm taller. My me, me radio, because they've all watching the boring soaps in other room, so I've had to put my radio into the kitchen, so I'm in toilet. Right, OK, so you're, call, you're calling from the toilet. Brilliant, fantastic. You're not actually... You, well, let's not even go there. So you're, you're on the speakerphone. Yeah. OK. I was going to come up, but I thought, now I'll give it a try. Yeah, OK, this is good. This works, this works. So what have you got for us? What really gets on your wick, Sue? What gets on my wick? Traffic jams. When you're in a taxi, these pay meters, because if you're stopping in a traffic jam, it's ticking over all the time. And I'm, I argue... Argue when I've got to pay more than I should do, Ian. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Well, sort of, I suppose. I mean, you don't get many taxi drivers that are joyriders nowadays, do you? Well, of course you don't, exactly. I tell them, I says, listen, if you can get off pavement, mate, go ahead with it. Okay. Anything Anything else? Anything that else gets on my wick? Yes. Uh, Steve. Oh, Steve, um, uh, my nemesis, my biggest fan. Your biggest enemy, don't you mean? Uh, what is it? Has it changed? I mean, have you been giving me any grief? No, I've not heard from him for a bit. I, I think he's, um, I don't know, I've, I don't think he's listening tonight, which is good news for us, because he normally lays into us, doesn't he? Yeah, oh, I enjoyed laying into that other bloke last week, Ian. Well, who are you talking about? Oh, Mr Lee. Oh, yeah. I loved it. Did you? Oh, I loved it. I bet you want some more, don't you? Oh, I want it, yeah. Bring him back up, mate. <laughs> I, do you know what? I doubt he will ever come back to Mansfield again. <laughs> scary, isn't it? Because <laughs> I thought, oh, God, when I when I thought today, when I woke up, I thought, oh, TFF tonight, sound stuff. Is it going to be from Mansfield or is it going to be from boring London? Well, it's not from London uh, because he didn't buy it, but apparently apparently the show is up for sale and there's an auction taking place next week. Auction? Well, I'm putting a bid in and I'm going to go higher than what Mr Lee is going. I think there's other people in the race as well. I believe there's some kind of mushy, mushy pea factory that, um, that are interested. Oh, mushy peas. Oh, God, I've been to the chip shop tonight, mate. You know we were on about, I heard you earlier about sell-by dates. How do you know when you go to a chip shop whether the, whether the food... Is out of date or whether it's in date. Can't say it at chip shop, man, can you? Oi, mate. When when do you sell by date? Hang on, wait a second. Fish and chip men and ladies are some of the the most, I think, honest people in in the country. If it wasn't, they are. They are, they are listen to. They are the backbone of Britain. Without yeah. them, this country would melt into the North Sea. Yeah, and I love them. They, they, do you know what? The Lingalonga Chip Shop in Skegness, one of my favourite chip shops ever, yeah? Okay, yeah. cracking little place, that. Okay. And Flippers is. That's a good one as well. 
flippers on the coast? One ninety nine credit crunch, mini fish and chips. But oh yeah. Oh, there you go. So um, Skeggy's a great, but I've not been to Skeggy for ages. I fancy going along. Hang on, um, Kai wants to say something. Hold on, Sue Morgan. Hello, Kai. Hello. How are you? I'm you okay, thank you. Have you, darling? I'm going away to Norfolk tomorrow. I know you are. Well, next for sea. I know you are, sweet. So it's my last show today. Oh, you're not leaving, are you? You're not coming back, then? I am, um, not next week, day after next week. The day day after next week? Yes. Okay. So, um, best fish and chippy is in Wells next for sea is on the key front. What's it called? Can you bring me some back? I can microwave them up. I could do, yeah. Don't do that, because that, that, that sounds to me like that it probably would make you feel a bit ill. So, come on, what, what's, the, what's, the, what's the chip shop name? Because chip shop names have some fantastic names. I can't remember. If they're listening the, tonight... Well, yeah, of course they'll be listening. This is On the co- internet. Mansfield, Ashfield and Bolsover. Mansfield, Ashfield and Bolsover. It's 1960... 2.2, have a great music. Love Affair, bringing on back the good times. It's 1969. Yes, it is. And you are really, really in the mood tonight. We're, we're going to have a cracking show. Yes, I am. Because we... I'm on holiday tomorrow. Oh, yes. Well's next for sea. Yeah, okay, calm down now. Let's just, let's, 
let's chill out a little bit. Uh, um, Crazy Dave's on line one. Hello, Crazy. Is he going to be there? Is he? I don't know. Crazy Dave. I think he might have gone. I might have scared him. He, yeah, he might, yeah, he might have done with all that shouting you've been doing. Hello, line three. Good evening. Shall I do a Crazy Dave standing impression? Go on. Yeah. Uh, hello? Uh, oh, Crazy Dave here. He's from the West Country, isn't he? No, that's... Um, that's Johnny... Johnny Ars and Fars and... Yeah. yeah. Guru Wars later, by the way. That should be yeah. exciting. And also, I'm going to be having a um, a live pillow fight uh, with, with Rob from Worksop. Nice. Because um, he, he challenged me to it on, on Facebook, so it's happening. I don't think he actually believed it was going to happen. It's just, just one of these things where you think, I'll stick something on Facebook, the radio presenter will never go for it, and then they do. And here he's actually here at the moment, tra- in training. He's getting himself how, ready. How does one train for a pillow fight? Well, that's a good question. Let's let's ask him. Just pull yeah. that pull that round there, uh, Rob. Rob. Um, so yeah, how do you train for a, for a pillow fight? It's a good question. It's a bit like. Hang on, wait a second. I don't know how to work this desk. Uh, Try again. Yeah. It's a bit like shadow boxing. Uh huh. But what you basically do is you hit the bed. So you aim for the headboard. That's mid range. Hit the duvet, that's the knees, because we obviously don't go above shoulder height. Uh, hang on, no, you don't. You, you definitely go for head in this. Uh, that's all the training I've been doing. Look, are we going no holds barred? We're, do- we're, we're going. Whoa, 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 whoa. Cage. The different in Mansfield. We're gentlemen in work, so. Oh, hang on. Well, you, I need you, to you're, you are. You, you, you're not. You're not Chesterfield. But you're in that, you know, in that domain. No offence. Now, the problem is I'm going to have to contact Vegas and change my, my bet. OK, well, who, who, who had well, you...? Well, I'd, I'd, I'd rather not say right. uh, until I've spoken to my bookmaker. OK. This is going to be interesting, actually, because I'm going to, Cam is going to come behind the, the desk and sort of do a bit of commentary. Ben's going to come in and do some commentating as well. Um, the referee is going to be Kai, aren't you? You're going to ref, ref this? Yes, I am. And I've got a couple of um, pillows in my car, which uh, will be um, revealed a little bit later on. I, can, I, can, I, can I just give Rob a short pep talk? Yeah, sure. Rob? Hiya. Hiya. Go for the knees. For the knees? For the knees, hard. Okay. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'm going to go and it's change probably my best you don't tell me on air because he can't well, hear. Ah. Whisper. Yeah, um, th- not the knees. Don't go for the knees. I'm thinking sort of top of the body stuff. That's okay. that's back in the pill. That's pillow fighting real days, isn't okay. it? Okay. You know, let's not go for the the oh, legs. Oh, riding on your horse, Mister Watkins. What? What horse? With, with what olden days? You know, a bit of pillow fights with, with a bit of dignity, are they? Yeah, something like that. You, you throw your. Yeah. Your... Okay. What do you want? Well, clearly, to you for you to lose. Why? Why do you want me to lose? I want Rob from Worksop to knock you stupid Yay! to the middle of next month. No, the middle of next year. Uh, hang on, right? Kai just went put his thumbs up <laughs> when, when you said that. You're the referee. You're supposed to be impartial. You're not supposed to want either one to win. I want Ian Watkins to knock him out with a face. What? <laughs> knock him out with a face. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rip your face off, Rob, and then I'm gonna yeah, knock you out gone. with it. Oh well, hold on. I'm gonna go and change the bet again. Like you, hold on. Yeah, sorry, that, that sounds very hard. I'm not gonna rip your face off. I'm just gonna, just gonna rough you up with a pillow. Guy, if I give you five pounds, will you let me win? If I get, if I, I'll, I'll chicken a fiver. Yes, I will. No. Would you? What? You know, I'll, I'll, I'll go arms with you, Rob. It's no good. Please. Okay, um, Gary, stay there for a minute. Yeah, okay. Right, I've got to take some. It's very busy tonight. Hello, line one. Good evening. Hello, who's this? It is Christoph. Oh, hello, Christoph. Crikey, not heard from you for a while. I've hitchhiked here from Prague. Okay, so where are you? I'm in Dover. Oh, right, okay, you're in Dover, so you hitchhiked from Prague. How's how's the pools winning gone? Um, not good, Ian. Not good. 
Yeah, because you won the pools a few months back. You were doing reports into the show, and then you just disappeared. You were in you were in Colombia, were you? I went to Colombia, then I went to Mexico. An incident happened there, something to do with a bit of a cough. I don't want to go into it. Then I went to uh, to China, met a lovely bunch of kids from this school. They also had a bit of a, a flu, which they might have caught from me. We had to stay in a hotel for quite a while. I might have seen it on the news. And then I decided to come back, um, and I, I, I blew it all. I blew it all in. What did, you, what, money. what did you blow it on? I, I thought that, that, that cat flaps were the future. I invested it all in cat flaps for dogs, dog flaps. But what, what check, check in the Czech Republic? Yep. Right, yeah, well, you got to be careful of those checks. So uh, I had to do some terrible things to get to Prague, and I've hitchhiked it back. You, 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 you thumbed it? Yep. Well, well, there were thumbs involved, but I, I don't want to talk about it here. I'm quite disturbed. OK, right. So, um, good to have you. So, you, you're making your way back to Mansfield, then? Well, the thing is, I'm, I'm, I'm making it back, but I did leave some money in reserves. And, and apparently the show's still up for sale, is it? It's still up for sale? Yeah, or? the show's up for sale. There's an auction next week. I think it's happening on Wednesday, and there are a few bidders. There's, uh, I think it's Mackay's Mushy Peas are interested in buying it. A, guy, a, a guy called... It is a good company. Um, a guy called Barry Mackay um, got in touch with us this week. He's interested. Ian Lee from some Ooh. some other place. Um, but he's, he used to be big on the telly. And uh, now you, it seems like. So you're the great hope for, for the survival of this show because who knows what would happen. Ian wants to take to London. Um, the Mushy P um, guy, I'm not sure what he would do with it. And, and I'm guessing you would keep us all on. Well, I've got some money in. And the only thing is that I can either pay you or Kai. So the other one is go to Dragon's Den and get that Theo Pafatis or whatever his name is and that bloke that owns a gym in Mansfield Woodhouse, right? So the thing is that I can either pay you or I can pay Kai. Me? Well, hang on. Wait a sec. So you would send Kai into Dragon's Den? Well, me and Kai would go to Dragon's Den. Kai will be the brains and I'll be the bloke that talks. Okay, that's that's fair dues. Right, so so you so well. Good luck on Wednesday then. Thank, thank you. Good, good to hear from him. Fantastic. Um, line two. Good evening. Oh, Jerry. Oh, how he got the gumption to try and take on, try to imitate Crazy Dave. There's only one Crazy Dave, and that's enough. What a compliment! Somebody trying to take the Mickey. Uh, wait, no. He was trying to. He was trying to. fill your fill your gap. That's what he was trying to do because you 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 dropped off, didn't you? No, Hang I'll on, wait, wait a second. Long. I think he's still there. Are, are you still there, Gary? Hello, hello. Is that Vegas? Uh, no, it's not Vegas. Um, it's oh, oh, it's sorry. Ian on TFF. Um, oh, sorry. Crazy, yes. crazy Dave wants to chat with you. Hi, crazy. Hi. How dare you try to imitate me? Well, you went. Well, what, I was trying to fill. I was trying to fill the gaping void in people's lives that you well, had left. Could you read? Could you read my mind? Could you see? Well, what, what, uh, let, let, let me try. Hold on. Give me, give me a second. Imagine your, you know, empty your mind, Dave. What? Well done, you've done it. Enter your mind. On? Okay, yep. And I'll, I'll try and tune in. Mm-hmm. Must change hair colour. Must organise crazy auction. Must ring Ian Watkins on... Yeah, see, I've got it, yeah. No, Ian, I'll what? give that big toe itching. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Well, oh, hold on. Oh, no, the mind's now itching. Hold on, let me try again. Into your mind again. Hey. There you go. Mm, must take over world, destroy everyone. Dave, Dave, what the heck? 
that was a very weird thought you just had there. Right, Gary, right? Yeah? Now I can understand why we need quilted and scented toilet paper. You've answered a question for me. Now I know. It... Not right now, but, but, but thanks. You're welcome. All right. Yep. Cheers. Still one three point two. That great music. Cream and Badge. Eric Clapton there, and um, the others. It was in. It, do you know who was in Cream? Um, there, sir. Rob, help me. No, it's, Cream. His famous guitarist. No, oh, no. Well, Clapton, we said that Clapton. And then there's another one. Oh God. Do you know who was in Cream? Um. No. Um. I know who would. No. Jamie McGee. You think who's so? DJing in um, Bowling Alley? Tonight. Yeah, but he's not here then, is he? So he can't help us. He's working. It would help us. Maybe, maybe Phil Mitchell knows. Phil, who was? Oh God, he's thinking. Dear. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, definitely thinking. Hello, line five. Good evening. Hello, it's Peter on the telephone. Oh, hello, hello, Peter. Hello. Who was in? Who was in Cream? I, I can't help you. I, I know I like cream in my uh, on my cereal, but uh, that's as far as I can help you there. Uh, I, I've got some little sort of uh, facts for for 1969 that were missed out by your people earlier. Okay, then what are the facts? Uh, Monty Python's Flying Circus was shown for the first time on British television. 
Uh, Mick Taylor joined the Rolling Stones in place of Brian Jones. Uh, Sharon Tate was brutally murdered uh, with four others, so at least she wasn't on her own, at her home in California. And finally, the Crays were tried at the Old Bailey. They obviously didn't hide them because they went and locked them up afterwards, didn't they? Yeah. There you go. Right, thank you. Thank you. Bye. Hello. Um, Hang on, I've got both of you on together. Are you still there, Peter? He's gone. Wait a second. Um, Line four, good evening. That'll be Peter again, won't it? I've lost everybody now. No, that's it. We've run out of calls, Kai. Power cut. Well, no, not a power cut, just um, basically incompetence. I just deleted everybody. Let's go to line one. I've got a great idea. We can't go to line one because nobody's calling. Line four? No, nobody is calling. Line five? <laughs> no. The the whole idea is, right, okay, if nobody's... Let's have a pillow fight. <laughs> That's later, <laughs> later. Yeah. Actually, somebody is calling now. Do you want to, do you want to have a go at um, Kai Private Eye? Yeah, go on. Oh, okay, because this is good. This is yes. th- this is the this is gonna basically knock you knock out, everyone's but... head off. It is because it's the good stuff. This um, Kai's private eye. Basically, um, Kai has to, um, I guess, work out who the caller is. Well, that would be quite good. They, uh, the, the callers have to give give clues as to who they are. Uh, as simple as that. Oh, by the way, I've been told now. Eric Clapton, Jack Bruce, and Ginger Baker. With the members in cream. Thank you very much. You know, we got some we've got some good staff here tonight. Okay, so are you ready for your music, Kai? Yes, I am. Okay. Kai. Private. Private. Hi. Hello, caller. Hello, Kai. John B. Tannen. How are you? Hello, John B. Tannen. How are you doing? From. Woodass. Billy Mansfield. Mansfield, yes. How are you doing today? I'm okay, thank you. Does this mean you took over from Ian Watkins? Yes, I took over no, Ian Watkins. No, 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 he hasn't. We're doing Kai's private eye, but you told him who you were straight away. The idea oh. is that you come on and do sort of um, clues as to who you are, and then he has to work it out because he's a private eye. It's Kai private eye. Who are you, please? Oh, uh, let me think. Uh, I be- my name begins with John. My middle name's B, and my last name could be Tannen. So who am I? It's John B. Tannen. Very good. Yeah, he's good. Wait, so Kai, just wait a second. We'll do that in a second. Right. Okay. Um, hey, John, are you ready for party in the park tomorrow? I certainly. I'm so looking forward. I'm going. I'm just having a cup of hot cocoa now, and I'm going to bed early. So tell us, tell us what's happening then. Oh, there's lots. Well, tomorrow morning, first of all, before I even get to party in the park, I'm at Mansfield Ghost Pop at the museum, opened by Alvin Stardust at ten o'clock, doing the live acoustic set. Then. I'm heading down to Party in the Park for quarter to 12 when Nightmare, which is Tony Eggington's band, uh, will be starting the proceedings. 12 o'clock it officially opens. With, with uh, the Birchall Brothers. With the Birchall Brothers and the motorcycle, of course. Don't forget that. And, uh, and then we've got acts on every hour right until 9 o'clock. Of course, um, the last act will be, of course, Chesney Hawks, the one and only. Woman only. You you are the woman only. That's what it sounded like. Oh dear. Very strange. Um, Right, one of our topics tonight is based on you. Really? Yeah. Your strangest summer days out, um, inspired by you because you're going to Bridie Go Bridge. Explain why. Because it is the anniversary, of course, of the Great Train Robbery on August the 8th. So I am visiting where it all happened. I'm also going 800 yards down the track to see us crossing where they actually stopped it. And I'm also going to Leatherslade Farm, which was the height between Brill and Oakley, which is about six miles away from Bridego Bridge. Okay, well, why are you doing that? Because 
I just want to go. And also, I've actually tracked down the last uh, the last remaining male coach, which is the only one left in the world that was actually on the tracks at the time. Right. Okay. Can we can we actually reveal? Come on, tell us the actual crux behind this. Why are you so interested? Because this is a good story. Uh, because my father was in the RAF with the legend that is, or legend that was, but Edwards. They were very good friends back in the fifties, and I feel there's a personal connection. That's where the whole... And am I right in saying that it wasn't your, your father kind of asked to take part? Well, so we, well, we think so. He was asked to go to London to help out the, uh, the said Buster Edwards on, on a job. But uh, we, we don't know if it was the great train robbery, but we're assuming it because it was around that time. And, and, and he said no, didn't he, because he was busy? He said, no, thank you, I'm very busy. Well, thank you for the offer. A good, good, good job as well, because you would have ended up in prison for a very long time. Exactly. So there we go. So that's the reason why you're going. Well, so our, our topic this evening is your strangest summer days out. Oh one six two three trouble six trouble zero. Can you top John B. Tannen, who's off to Bridie Go Bridge? I don't think anybody could top Bridie Go Bridge. Yeah, I don't really. think they could, if I'm honest. Right, we're playing Kai's Private Eye. Are you, are you disappearing now? Well, yeah, I've got to go. I'll finish my cocoa off. I'm going to have a bath, and then I'm going to tuck myself up with a big teddy bear called Mrs. T. OK, we will see you tomorrow at Party in the Park. Yes, take care. Right, OK, here we go. We're going back in. Are you ready, Kai? Come on, call. Trouble six. Trouble wait a second, wait a second. Here we go. Now. Come on, if you want to call Trouble six to O, call a number... One. Hi, Kai. Hi, yeah. Mr. Private Eye. Hi, yeah. I'm going to test your powers of deduction. Hi, yeah. Right. I am male. Uh huh. I'm five foot eight and three quarters. Mm hmm. I've got a odd, odd physique. That means I'm not fat and I'm not thin. I've got a weird sense of humour. Have you? I'm not conventional, and sometimes I'm known to do outrageous things. Sometimes I've been called Porky. Who am I? Is it Porky Pie? Pardon? Is it Porky Pie? I'll give you another clue. There's not many people knocking around the colour hair that I got. It's neither blonde, it's neither red, brunette, or grey. Who am I? Kai Private No idea. What, what? Come on, just oh. have a guess. It's Crazy Dave. Yeah! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Wow, it's from Porky Pie... To Crazy Dave. I want to play this again. Can we play this again with somebody else? Is somebody else lined up to do this? This is good. Hang on. Okay, line three, you're live with Kai Private Eye. Some clues as to who you are. Please. There's nobody there on line Come three. Come on, Carla. I'm being told no. Right, once again, we've run out of calls. Let's have him. Just join in. No, you can't, have, you, you can't have Rob from Worksop to join in because, <laughs> because Rob... Is is here, so you'll know who he is. Come on, Rob, at Malvern Avenue. Come on, him. Let's have you calling in. Trouble six, trouble out. Right. Okay. Well, no, because you can't. The person who you know can't <laughs> call in. All right. Okay. Let's 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 try this out. Um, are you ready? Line three. You are live with Kai Private Eye. Hello, Aaron. Please tell the telephone. Okay. I, I heard you were struggling. What, what what have I got to do? Well, you got to give you got to give Peter 
Sorry, not Peter. Kai, clues as to who you are, Peter, OK? Um, OK. Uh, I'm in the telephone. Who do you think it is, Kai? Doctor Who! No. You need some more clues there, Peter, OK? Some more clues. Yeah. Um, uh, OK, um... Uh, oh, uh, uh, I was... I was born. Who do you think it is? Just just take a guess. He's done me. He's done what? He's done you? I haven't got a clue. What about? OK, that was Peter in the telephone. Peter in the telephone? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely right. Well done. Well, well done. <laughs> uh, right, OK, on to line two. Good evening. Okay, right, um, so you are now with Kai, Private Eye. All right there, then, Kai. Hiya. Oh, you know where I am, don't you? Yes, I do. I've got you a little train in Norfolk. Norfolk, yes. The little train goes up and down. Well, next for sea. Aye, that be the one. Aye. Aye. So who is it then, Kai? Aye. I've got a little black cap that I wear. I know. Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Fish and chips. I know it's Alan. Who? Is it Alan from Wells Next for Sea? Are you going on there, I'm doing okay, thank you. Coming down tomorrow? Yes, I am. (laughs) Okay, right. One more, and then we'll we'll play a song. Hello, hello. Hello, good evening. You are with Kai for Kai Private Ice. You've got to give him some clues as to who you are, okay? Uh, I'm a man. Hello. Hello, Kai. Hello. Good evening to you. Good evening to you as well. What would you like to know about me? Um, I'm playing Kai's Private Eye. Okay. No, Kai Private Eye. Kai Private Eye. Okay. So, I'm a man. Who is it, Kai? Who could it be? Somebody in Mansfield. Is it somebody in Mansfield? Yes. Okay, it's somebody in Mansfield, but who is it? Ask him a question. Are you tall? Um, tallish, yes. Tallish. So who is it? Just say it. Are you Alan? <laughs> no, I'm not Alan. Oh, God. Everybody can't be Alan. No, I'm not Alan.
Mansell 103.2, the home of great music. On after me will be Mark Lindsay with Motown till midnight. And then tomorrow morning... We'll help building a brighter future for your family. If you're out of work and your partner's income is £20,000 a year or under, then find out if you can apply today. Call 0800 121 8989. Our future. It's in our hands. This summer, the deals at my house are the best ever. My menu offers fantastic food from around the world, like marvellous surf and turf, bacon, steak and mushrooms, and the best mixed grill in town. Come and check out my crazy blackboard offers with meals from only $2.99. Treat the family and yourself to delicious value-for-money food at Ma Hubbard's in Mansfield, Woodhouse and Osterfield, or at Hubbard's at the Plug and Feathers Glapwell, the Dukeries Hotel Edwinstow, the Brick and Tile Underwood, and the Inn on the Hill at Snenton. Thanks to some great courses and free childcare, tomorrow I'm starting a brand new adventure. And I'm ready. After all, I'm used to battling monsters, <laughs> dodging spells, and going into outer space. Bolton, we have a problem. But this time my kids won't be there to hold my hand. They'll be off with new friends while I'm off on a course, swapping my magic wand for a pen and our spaceship for the number 49 bus. With free childcare for training and learning for work, you'll get real help building a brighter future for your family. If you're out of work and your partner's income is £20,000 a year or under, then find out if you can apply today. Search online for free childcare for learning. Our future, it's in our hands. Did you know that Everseal give a 10-year guarantee and superb after-sales service, giving complete peace of mind when buying a new conservatory? Call Everseal on Mansfield 78 2208 or visit our showroom on Old Mill Lane, Mansfield Woodhouse. Damn, 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 damn. This Saturday, it's back. Party in the park. Yeah! Nine hours of live music and entertainment starting at 12 o'clock. Who found the nine? The one and only Chesney Hawks. Woman only. Catherine Kelly, better known as Becky from Coronation Street. And Will Miller from Two Points and Casualty. Plus local bands and singers and the Mansfield 103.2 Roadshow. There's also rides and other fun stuff on the meadow and it's absolutely free to get in. So come along to Party in the Park 2009 at Titchfield Park in Mansfield this Saturday. Mansfield 103.2. Mansfield 103.2, the home of great music. This is TFF, That Friday Feeling. Hello, old chap. You're looking miserable. How would you be miserable? I'm sad and disappointed, I'm as sore as I can be. When the missus finds what happened, she'll be more upset than me. There'll be no peace for me at home, it's sure to cause some strife. I've lost the only thing that seemed to charm our married life. I had it when I left the house at half past ten. I had it in me hand, all right. I showed it to a woman at the corner then. It filled her with delight. The wife will want to play with it when I get home But I can't find it, oh no It means we'll have to part It's sure to break her heart When she finds I've gone and lost me little yo, yo It's good this, isn't it? Yes, it is, isn't it? I could swing it up and swing it down and swing it round and round I'll have to get another one no matter what it costs It may not please the missus like the one I've gone and lost I had it when I left the house at half past ten. I had it in me hand all right. I showed it to a woman at the corner then. It filled her with delight. The wife will want to play with it when I get home. But I can't find it, oh no. She'll take the only course and sue for a divorce when she finds I've gone and lost me little yo, yo. Yeah, yeah. What, what are they talking about on this, Kyle? I think they're talking about... 
Linda, she's the barmaid at the crown. I taught her how to play with it and swing it up and down. It fairly took her fancy, perhaps she's stolen it from me. I dare not tell the wife in case it causes jealousy. I had it when I left the house at half past ten. I had it in me hand, all right. I showed it to a woman at the corner then. It filled her with delight. The wife will want to play with it when I get home But I can't find it, oh no She'll miss it, there's no doubt She's sure to throw me out when she finds I've gone and lost me little yo What, what do you think they're singing about, Kai? Peanut I think you'll find that they were actually um, talking about a yo-yo. You know those yo-yo things? I think they're talking about knickers. No, they're not talking about knickers. <laughs> they're not. It's about a yo-yo. It's Billy Cotton and his band 1932. We might do 1932 as the featured year oh, yes. next year. Um, next year. Next week, should I say. I think we're having a pillow fight in the studio. Yes, we are. Because um, Yes, we are. Yeah. Rob from Worksop. Woo! Represent. Has come all the way down. <laughs> with a pillow. With, yeah, with a pillar. Um, and it's challenging me to a pillow fight that will take place um, before 10 o'clock today. Before 10 o'clock, Ooh. yes. And we're going to knock seven shades of whatever out of each other. I think Ian will win tonight. Think Come so? on, phone up, trouble six to who thinks Ian will win. You don't know. You're uh, turning wait a on second. me here, Yeah, um, you're supposed to be the... the um, Impartial. Yeah, the referee. Um, line three, good evening. Good evening. Hello, is this Helen? It is. From the People's Republic of Sutton. Tell me, Right, how can I help you? Um, I think you need to bring your years up to date. Well, so it's 1932, um, isn't, isn't good then? No, you're doing everything before I was born, you Right, know? okay. I've got a song well, from... Like the older audience. Okay, yeah. I don't think many listen of that age. Yeah, so... You don't think so? They don't listen? Oh, they probably do listen if, if they've got the AIDS in and stuff. But, however, I'm not saying, you know, discriminate them because they're deaf or whatever. All I'm saying is that we need, we need to come a, a, bit, a bit closer. What, like 1982? It's nearly my birthday, Ian. Did you know? What, yeah, it's my birthday next week. I got this one. This is nineteen. This is nineteen thirty-one. It's Harry Roy and his orchestra. This is a goodie. This is a, this is a good one. It's very groovy, this guy, isn't it? It's good, good piano work. Yes, it is. Good finger work. <laughs> This is also this is all about you know um, the love of, of a feline like a, a little cat type thing. Yeah, yeah. So what do you think? How oh she's gone? Thirty one though. Thirty one. Good year. Thirty one. Yeah, yeah. Good, good year. year. They always take so long to get going. These songs. They do. 
pet I like to pet, and every evening we get set. I stroke it every chance I get. It's my girl's pussy. Right, so um, what we're going to do is <laughs> we're going to take a break there, and uh, we're going to play this not from Mario, are we? Um, <laughs> this one. Let's have Titanic. Yeah, it's the, the sick is shimping. The, the sick is shimping. The ship is sinking. Oh, he treats me with respect. He says he loves me all the time. He calls me 15 times a day. He likes to make sure that I'm fine. You know I've never met a man who's made me feel quite so secure. He's not like all them other boys. They're all so dumb and immature. That's just one thing that's getting in the way. When we go up to bed, you're just no good. Still on a 3.2, though, with great music. So Lee Allen uh, versus the Harry Cotton Band. 1931 versus 09. David's on the line. Hi, David. David from Mansfield. He's gone. You told me that David from Mansfield would be there, and it's just a beep. Well, he's not. Oh, I love... So, sorry, man. I can't come to you because he's just unplugged something. Wait a second. Hang on. Hang on. What's what going on? Show. What? Technical issues. Yeah, I know. Ten- I saved the show. Yes, I saved the show again. Hang on. I bet this is David now. Hello, David. Line three. Oh. Hey, 
that is to show you that this, your show is out of this world. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate, appreciate that. Um, right, we've got all kinds of shenanigans going off here in the studio. Right, but what we're doing is actually at the moment, um, I don't know whether I'll be able to come around here to that, that microphone. Wait a second. All right, okay. Um, Right, this is um, this is a movable microphone now. This is exciting, isn't it? Um, but the, the only problem is that the headphones can only go so far. <laughs> that is worrying me. Um, hello, are you, th- are you there, Helen? Ian. Yes, hello. This must stop. What? What must stop? This old-fashioned music. Old-fashioned, yeah. Well, it's the 1930s. It's good year, good good years for music. You were born in 1930. Ian. Uh, well, I'm sure a lot of people were born in 1930. Right. Okay. Sorry. What was that? I don't Eastwood. know anybody. Clint Eastwood. Yeah, Clint Eastwood was born in the 1930s. There you go. He's not, still knocking about, isn't he? Right, Wait. so how are we going to get out of here? Because at the moment I can wander with the mic, but I can't hear what's going on. Ian? Yes, sorry? You know, tomorrow... Yes? I'm going to give you the biggest rollicking ever... You're going to give me a rollicking. Uh, oh, well, I'll see you at Party in the Park. I can't wait you for that. Can't Cheers. Keep doing this, Ian. Helen, Helen, look, I've got eight minutes to do a, a pillow fight, and we're just trying to work out the, the technicals here. Never so I'll speak to you later. I'll speak to you later. The customer is always right, Ian. Yeah, the customer is always right, and you can, and you can have a, a, a real talk you into are me. You swine. I am a swine. Wait, okay, see you later. Right, okay, I'm taking, I'm taking my headphones off now, so I've got no idea what is going on. And I am making my way into the, into the green room. I'm in the green room now, and um, I'm going to be given a... We, we really need some music on. Um, hopefully, I'm going to have to go back in. Right, this is interesting, isn't it? This is good. This is good radio. Hang on. Right, let me just uh, just set something up here. Chicken Boy's actually arrived at the studio. It's quite exciting that he's here. He's come to watch this. And um, I've also been told that um, we're going to be filming this and putting it on the internet, which um, Ben forgot about then just for a second. So... Uh, Kai, you're gonna need to help us out here for a second because you're gonna be the you're gonna be the referee, aren't you? Yes, I am. Yes, okay, which is good news. And we're gonna be playing uh, while we while we have this slang match. Um, Europe, the final countdown. So that should be quite exciting. Okay, so can you um, explain to me? No, that's 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 not a that's not a camera. This is a camera, isn't it? <laughs> Forget about that. Right. Okay. This is exciting. Um, Cam, are you gonna come through as well at some point for this? Okay. Um, start start the music then. Right, the music should have started now, and I'm going to um, get um, Kai to... You have to explain, Kai, what's going on. S- speak, into, speak into the microphone. There's going to be a big pillar fight outside the studios right now. Yes, there is. Yeah, okay. And there is a wrestling match it's a going difficult. on. Right, okay, so Rob, why did you want to uh, face me in the... the pillow fight ring? I feel your mistreatment of your producers on air, and you need to be taken down. What you think is I mistreat the producers? I, I don't, do I, Ben? Uh, possibly. What are you talking possibly? Yeah. Right, I'm just hitting Ben now with the with the pillow. Right. So when when are we going into it then? Because obviously, Kai, you've just got to set this going. You need to go back a little bit, Ben, because that's rather close. You can go in now. You can go in now. Isn't there a, isn't there a bell or something in the studio that you can? Got right, it. Okay, and we're ready. So wait a second. I need to take my glasses off. Hang on. Hang on. Right, I can't see a thing now. This is be interesting. Right, okay. So what are we doing? Are we just going at it? We're just going. Hang on. Count like three, two, one, and then we go on. I'm moving some of the cups. <laughs> There's like cups every coffee cups places. Health and safety. You've got to do that. Right, okay. So. Right. Good luck, Mr. Watkins. Okay. Here we go. So. Three, two, one. Right. Okay. <laughs> With that one, kids. Come on. Ugh. He's almost on the floor. Come on, get down! He's gone! Oh, he 
yes, Watkins has won. That was a lot more easier than I thought. Play the music. instant reaction to that it, it was fantastic especially the visual effects were awesome yeah I forgot it's radio isn't it that kind of stuff doesn't work on the radio Mark Lindsay on the way by the way at 10 o'clock with Motown till midnight well, there you go, Rob. So, putting you in your place, I suppose we'll have to have a rematch at some point. Yeah. But you were very, it was very easy. I know. I didn't, I thought you'd be easier. I didn't expect you to have such a strong left arm. It's all the training, you see. Yeah. Kai, you didn't really do very much, um... Well done, Kai. ...refereeing. Ian Watkins won tonight! I whooped his Beated ass! Beated him, whooped his ass! Oh, by the way, for those of you who are under the impression that this is the last show of the series, it's not. Um, we'll be back next week with more of this rubbish, I promise. Yeah. I won't. You won't, no. Why, where are you going? Where, where are you going? I'm going to Wells next for C tomorrow. I won't be back next week, and Ian will be phoning me live from Wells next for C next week. I am looking forward to that. Thanks for yeah. coming in, Rob. Thank you.
Any last calls? There sounds to always be a rush at the end of the program. I will be saying good night. Okay, good night. Good night then. In a minute. Okay. <laughs> I knew, I knew there'd be a flurry. Hello, line two. Hello, congratulations, Ian. I've lost my voice sharking for you, man. It was a very short fight. Yeah, well, I mean, you've got plenty of muscle, haven't you? Yeah. You ready then, Kai? Yes, I am. Good night from TFF5, and I'll see you when I come up. Off my holidays. Bye bye. Yeah, but we're here next week, aren't we? Yes, you are. Your first and only choice for Mansfield news and sports. From the Sky News Centre at 10. English footballs in mourning following the death of Sir Bobby Robson. He was 76 and had been suffering from cancer. Scarves and flowers have been laid at the grounds of two of his former clubs, Newcastle and Ipswich. These fans say they needed to go to Portman Road to pay their respects. This club is built by him. It's what he did and we wouldn't be where we were if it wasn't for Bobby Robson. I think Bobby Robson was the best of men.